0: Lick
1: it up. Lick it up. Ah. On the mic. Right up on the mic.
0: Ah.
1: Waiting for it to load. I'm probably too loud. But my phone didn't load. And I want to hear. I want to hear. I wanna hear what you hear wanna hear wanna hear but ear lobe ear lobe I wanna buy a GoPro GoPro and then exchange the old ho the old ho I get a 100 dollar low duh, low where is it on low ode yo tobe Gotta get it, Mojo. Old movie. Does it even appear on our page? Oh. Nose oh, yeah. blow. So cold. YouTube studio channel. There it is. I can listen to my own self. Own self. Own self own self own self own self own self i guess it really doesn't clip huh oh okay so all the uh, compressor working on both ends probably is gonna work like this nick talk talking
2: nick. talking Doing the uh, thing where I talk, you know, humans and other people. Yeah. I'm Greg Ganya and I'm in a rage.
1: All right, we're fine.
2: I want Brody and I want him in a cage. My flying dropkick will make him see double. I'll grind him up fast at the Wrestle Rock Rumble.
1: I'm probably going to mute myself when I have to sniffle my nose. So, hello, welcome. That was Sound Check. And now we are going to hold for sound.
2: welcome everyone to rcr podcast number 83 sober october i'm Nick,
1: and i'm brian (laughs) welcome to sober october a month long of no booze and uh, also no no pastry snacks which i live for because i can't fly first class anymore or fly in general so For the past year, every time we've done these things, I have been drinking during these podcasts, and now I'm not. I did, I'm coming down off of the incredible amount of coffee that I had at the cafe because we were writing a future review. And I used to just cushion my landing with beer during these podcasts. These podcasts normally follow our writing sessions, but Not the case now. So I have to get up out of this chair and open the blinds. There's a little bit more light in my face. Hmm. Uh. Ah.
2: That's some fine light in there.
0: Let
1: the sun shine in. I'm going to name my son Quinn. And I only love him if he wins. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a sports dad. But there is no sports, so I became a politicking dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sold my motorcycle. So... Now I have some cash to buy something stupid, like a delightful shitbox. So that could be a project car. It's halfway between finding a six-speed Camry. That's 2011 to 2013 when they had the stick shift Camry and the uh, lobbyist of body styles. Or buying a $2,000 shitbox. You know, there used to be $900 shitboxes, but somehow... The economy is down, but car prices are up. So figure that one out. I don't have an answer for you.
2: Hmm. It's hard to really know one way or the other, right? I mean, uh, you see the there are so many options right now, and part of it is trying to whittle things down to something that is reasonable, not just for sort of uh, project dad time um yeah to work on but something that people are going to want when it's done because flipping a car is not just about finding something that works for you it's right. something that you think you can sell and so right. yeah it's kind of hard to really nail so that buying down
1: always mobile cutlass sierra that people think is worth two thousand two hundred dollars yeah never making your money back on that
2: no that's not happening no
1: you'd have to have like a Justin Kramer around, like no matter what thing you'd buy, you're going to be fixing like stuff that's easy for him. Like, oh, we got to do the head gasket, which means the engine has to come out, but he's doing it for funsies. So you're getting a real mechanic to do this, as opposed to two English majors in a garage and like a bunch of Ryobi tools. Yeah. Uh Hoovy's Garage RCR Edition. Says Murray Mackin. I don't know what that means. It means do I go and see Hoovy or do I just you know I bought the cheapest expensive car and people want to drive around in my Mercialago and people <laughs> think I'm rich. Buy a Cavalier Z24. No, not buying a Cavalier because I don't know. I don't like. I guess they were better than the neons in the nineties. I suppose, I suppose I feel bad. Like I should be outside doing things right now because it's that beautiful, beautiful weather. But yeah. I'm just editing RCR all week and all p- the past week. I want to break, but there's, I want to take a week off from doing RCR and just enjoy myself, but there's nothing to do. Um, I guess in the summer it didn't feel that way since I was outside jogging all the time and, you know, riding my bicycle, but now I'm inside just a little bit more and I'm like, man, I really could get out of here, but I don't know where to go. Yeah. It's just going to be either somebody else's house doing outdoor activities in a different part of the country. Cause I'm sure not going to be in a hotel. Well, oh, no. What am I going to do? Hang around the lobby and watch the news. Yeah. Ugh. yeah someone says camping. Yeah. Yeah. I should go camping. Just need someone to camp with who like wants to get out and go in the woods and be smelly. Mm. The AT shelters I think are technically closed, but I haven't even been on the AT at all this year. Why would they be closed? Like even with like physically you can't close them. Yeah. But I, I don't know who's out there enforcing that you can't stay. Like, can you not sleep in them or can, can you not be around them? Mm. I I don't know. The ATC is an old volunteer thing and who knows what you'd have to go to like a, a shelter off the AT where, um, like no trail runners or anything would, would uh, come across you. Yeah. Like that would be difficult to get to.
0: Uh,
2: Which is a nice idea, but still, I know. You know um, You see that Ford's ending the Mustang Shelby GT350 and 350R. Nah, no, nah, I didn't. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a strange. I mean, I say that it's sad while completely understanding I'll never own one, mm-hmm. you know, in that sort of abstract way that people like to talk about sort of the cars that they would like to own, mm-hmm. you know, even though realistically, I mean, if I were to sort of switch over. I don't know that I would necessarily go for a Shelby, like if I had that kind of money to Mm -hmm. just sort of blow it on some sort of new powerful thing, but. Right, mm.
1: we were in a new powerful thing that also may be ending. Yes. Um, I was supposed to call somebody this morning, someone who worked third shift who had another, we get, we have a bunch of 2020 cars come, like modern cars, which is unusual for us getting new stuff. Maybe, I don't know, maybe when we finally got a C8, other people with new cars started giving them to us. Maybe. But there's another one that's different than the one I told you about at lunch today. Um, It's it's a 2020 car, and uh, I just have to get back to the guy. He said he'd come here. I don't think he's too far away. Well, that's good. Um, I haven't even seen any of my old friends recently. Gosh, what, what have I done other, th- other than just edit RCR for the past month? Because I look, when I, did my, when I did my monthly books, my monthly, like not my tax, it just logged every single receipt and wrote it out. I realized I had no category 30 traveling expenses, none. Hmm. Huh. I means I didn't go anywhere. I didn't log a single mile. All we've done is film locally and I haven't gone visited. And I look back at my calendar for September, it's like, holy crap, I did not leave this town all month. Yeah. I, I mean we went to a fly-in out in Grimes with Greg International and I met some guy out there out there there and you know got airsick on the way back in Greg's plane. But that was it.
2: Well, I mean we're all stuck in this sort of weird holding pattern where nothing is really going on because yeah. realistically what can go on i mean there aren't really car shows happening there aren't really movie theaters i mean i guess you could go to the movies but i don't want to that's not worth it to no. me and uh you know obviously you're doing the sober october thing so it's not like you're going to be going to bars and even if you could who's to say you would anyway oh, anyone man. we would. gotta
1: go to the brick house uh, that means i'm ordering coffee
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's just uh, i don't know everything no pizza
1: boy beer for me
2: yeah i mean part of it is just uh the thing that I do is just being around family uh, for the most part. Uh, Obviously, you know, taking the proper precautions. Uh, But if I couldn't be around or anywhere near my family at all, like I would probably sink into a state from which I would not recover. So, um, yeah. But, um, you know, it's what whatever it is will pass like i'm not afraid of a permanence to any of these situations you know so a lot of it is just you know waiting it's playing the waiting game but also trying to do your part to um not fall apart and so weirdly enough like my very specific method of escaping and i suppose we're different in that way in that um work is sort of my escape from having to think about things so yesterday you know um i didn't have anything to do so what i did was i transcribed some old rcr diaries Mm -hmm. to put them in a manuscript um, and hopefully, like fill that out to book length, and maybe if someone wants to publish it, they can. But, um, and maybe like we go back if we have free time or we're bored or whatever, and just like re-edit some of those diaries so that they're in a more publishable form and not so mm-hmm. stream of conscious. But a lot of it is just um, that's almost my video games now yeah. of putting on an RCR story and uh, or an RCR uh, diary, excuse me and uh putting it on 0.5 uh playback speed and just listening to going to ames i this week yeah and it was no you
1: listen to it like that
2: yeah yeah no but because i got to like i'm doing like stenography basically and trying to get it all out in one time and so it's very nice uh to kind of just have that you know as something to do mm-hmm. because it's it makes me appreciate sort of the evolution of the series over time in the way that we write. There were some lines that um I really liked that I didn't realize were like that it's it's almost like they hit me again, you know, of like the tragedy of Romeo and Juliet isn't that they died it's that they were too young realize that their love was wasn't worth we dying, dying over yeah yeah which i'm like damn and again that's kind of like circle jerkery that is you know whatever but yeah. um i don't know that's something that i've been up to and mostly just uh i've been doing a lot of reading like i just finished hunter s thompson's uh fear and loathing on the campaign trail 72. Yeah. Very interesting book, very well written. I was kind of disappointed at the end where, or not the end end, but in sort of of the last third of the book where it becomes a series of uh, manuscript transcriptions because Mm -hmm. he sort of got so bogged down that, uh, you know, eventually he basically had a nervous breakdown Mm -hmm. and that was the only way they could finish the book. And I don't mind that it was... uh, in a transcript it's just that like hunter s thompson for the best part of his stuff it needs to be written it's almost Mm -hmm. like i don't speak as eloquently as i write um and and, like i couldn't because my brain starts like my mouth starts moving before my brain forms things and it's always been that way for me and so uh with that you know there are a lot of and the the need to have it verbatim for the sake of journalistic integrity means that it doesn't really read as nicely as it would if it were written. So, I don't know. It, it was still a good book and I'd still recommend it if you're into sort of gonzo journalism or even if, you know, you're just into sort of, I don't know, political sciences or mm-hmm. anything like that. But yeah. I feel like there were other things that <laughs> happened this week and I can't think of any of them.
0: Mm
1: my dick doesn't look as good as it used to be i usually come before i get hard i do it at 1 p.m it's at the peak of my morning coffees and then i crash at the same time after i come and then i feel really really sad there's this lull in the middle of the day (laughs) where i watch videos with junk in my pants (laughs) i sit at the computer with cum in my gym shorts it's kind of cooling off and then i have to go up and put the balls in the sink and wash everything with bargain hands so a little bit of talcum powder back in the game i'm back on the highway again <laughs> i get to the gym still a bit sticky no one has to know because my shorts are black
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's something else you can uh, do in your free time write a new uh, make a new album you know songs i wrote while i jizzed or something oh it's just
1: weather channel music i used to i used to crank it in my bedroom uh back in the 90s to b104 out of the lehigh valley mm. uh because that's what came in really clear and i just didn't want to get it, if i listened to t102 it would be too personal but for me but b104 was far enough away i had no associations with that channel aside from knowing who ken matthews was I think it's ken matthews i uh, dj for b104 in the 90s i don't know and uh so that's what we just play in the background and t-102 was just like a general rock station from pottsville same as uh y-102 102.5 out of reading but b-104 was uh i don't know what you want to call it it wasn't a hip-hop station and it wasn't an r b station but it played a lot of r b but like sanitized ones like don't go chasing waterfalls please stick to that. Is Cause is that R and B or is that soul? Or is that just plain old pop? I don't. It's know.
2: it's, it's, ugh, that's a good question. I think it's R and B technically or okay. well, like pop R and B because there you go. It's, that's it's, what B
1: 104 was.
2: Yeah. It's kind of straddles the line between pop and R and B and I guess there's rap in there too, but it's kind yeah. of just a bridge in the song. So yeah. You ever think about video games? Like, newer ones of just like the time sync of that. And then, you know, yeah. we can end up with like matching guts. <laughs> no, not really. But it, it's, it's something where, you know, as something to do, I mean, cause Oh, as I mean, so my like, brother got me skyrim
1: never played it before i played through the main quest now um i'm at level like 52 so i kill everything with one or two sh- sword strikes yeah so the game's kind of boring now now i'm just walking around and like wow i i completed this game with discovering about half of what there is in this map yeah so now i'm just walking around oh there's solstein there's this whole other island um all the quests are like trivial now yeah and then that oh, I'm going to go I don't even bother like looking in chests anymore. There's nothing I need. I have one sword that catches people on fire. I have another sword that takes health. I have another sword that charges the other two swords that just traps souls. Yeah. And then I'm wearing Guard armor on legendary. Yeah. There's occasionally I have to fight somebody and need to use a shout. <laughs> you know, it's slow time because that thing's maxed out. So everything goes all max pain. Yeah, that's
2: like a game
1: breaker. Yeah, Um, just a slow time. one. Yeah, because there's some shouts that that don't work on bosses and stuff. They Oh, they resist it. But no one resists slow
2: time. So I mean, uh, did you ever see all the or get any of the mods like the one that turns all the dragons into Macho Man Randy Savage? I saw that, <laughs> and now
1: you know, I didn't even touch any of the mods. I mean, it's like game of the year edition or whatever that my brother got me for Skyrim, but um, and then there's other ones where you can reskin everything, and then there's some other mod project that's supposed to open up Hammerfell and like all the other provinces in one gigantic thing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And now Microsoft bought them, so maybe the next one will have won't be as buggy, and it'll have you know Microsoft money behind it, and it maybe won't feel like a Bethesda game. Um, so. Uh, it ain't oh, Skyrim without the nude mod. Um, I mean,
2: that seems like a an almost counterintuitive mod in the sense that you're already sort of in this world that is backwards and draconian mm-hmm. in its own regard. Um, well, I mean, I guess it kind of would be in league or mm-hmm. on brand with it, but even then, you know, it's kind of, I remember when the nudie mods for uh tomb Raider came out mm-hmm. uh, that you had to use like whatever the thing was, it wasn't, a Game Genie, it was a Game Shark, I think. You had to use for PlayStation 1 in order to get that. But there was always, you know, the rumors that it was a code that existed on disk. Mm. And I'm just like, eh, I don't really need to see like polygonal boobs that badly. Right. You know it's, uh, eh.
1: Don't worry, VR chat will kick up soon enough. Somebody give me something to talk about. Zach Heilman says, which hype man is best hype man? Which blank is West Blank? Don't know what it is, but thank you for your donation. Dan Edvins, Evans. Five British pounds for something other than beer. Maybe a nice lemonade. Yeah. Lemonade has sugar in it, though. That's another thing. Like One of the RCR volunteers like just filled my beer with fridge because um, he works at a brewery. And just gave, that's, you know, there's tons of beer in the fridge. So that's what I've been drinking. But I've been drinking like two beers a day and I feel it in my stomach. Like I'm over, I was like, I weighed myself recently. I'm 175 pounds. When I usually walk around, like, if I don't have a meal in me, I'm like 168. Hmm. So that's got to go back to the gym. And looking back, like when I've been going to the gym, I've just been kind of putzing around. Yeah, like I'm on. Yeah, I'm on the elliptical machine for forty minutes, but I'm not really sweating when I'm done. And I'm like, oh, I haven't really cranked this thing up this much. I've just been like listening to podcasts or music, and I'm just like put it into motion. So now I have to try again, Ugh. which is what I'll be doing after this. I mentally get my th- myself through it.
2: And yeah, what is? I mean, trying is just. I don't know. It's so much work. Trying is.
1: The only way is you, is you have to, like, jocko-willing detach yourself from it. I have to mow my lawn, too, after this as well. Mm. It's one of those days where I just want to sit face down on a couch and just go, mm. uh, Murray, Mac and Shack, and oh, I skipped a bunch. Rec, hello, Rec. Mr. Regular for presidential debate hosts. Uh, ask the hard-hitting questions. <sighs> brown or hot brown? Thank you very much. I do not want to discuss current events, but thank you for your question. I certainly appreciate it. Murray Mackin, Yeah. Th- th- thank you for the... Thank you so much. For the donation. Oh, that was the Hoovy's Garage RCR edition. Crazy Ivan two times. Why sober Are you doing okay? Sounds like a cold. No, I don't have a cold. I'm just sad because I don't have an... I'm not in an altered state right now. Yeah. I wonder if this is how Hunter S. Thompson felt when he wasn't like, it's not that he had to be altered, but like the knowledge that you can do it any time you want. Yeah. And this is especially harder now because I got a fridge full of beer and I can't touch it for the next month
2: yeah yeah and it's understanding or i mean it takes a bit for your body to adjust to not having those stimulants around yeah and so if you are used to sort of getting adjusted or self-adjusting then you know that will hit you pretty hard and also there's like the change of the seasons that affects some people in Mm -hmm. different ways so i mean the best thing that you can do is kind of Resist shutting down, mm-hmm. um and I don't know, staying active whether it's the gym or you know, I'm trying to think of things that are open. But yeah, whatever.
1: If wondering, I the thing that put uh, the oh, it's, its not, not a sponsor. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I got some on my lips. That's not good. Mm. Kind of numbing. Very Cinnamon flavored.
2: Mm. Mm, 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 mm. mine is always like orange or citrusy mm-hmm. and i keep trying to find ones that aren't that mm. <laughs> and i'm just kind of which i mean i don't really mind the taste it's just that like there's something wrong about it kind of like the way that um you know like a protein bar that tries to taste like chocolate yeah oh or, like uh, quest bars yeah yeah actually it, when the
1: quest bars have sugar what's the one
2: i'm thinking of net oh oh those, those yeah terrible those are kind of like I don't know. It's it's this weird clay type s- is, substance yeah. of it's clay adjacent. <laughs> clay adjacent. It's like a three musketeers
1: without joy. Mm. Um. Uh, Rex says, Rex with a generous donation. RCR hiatus. Just come back in a couple of months. Also get like 20 Arizona iced teas. Ew, corn syrup. Arizona iced tea. The iced tea that may, makes you suicidal on the end of it. The price that is on Serena. the
2: can. What? Oh, the price, oh, is, the on price the is on the
1: can. Amazing. I'm coming out, so you better get this party started. Most of the beer in my fridge is October and pumpkin ale. I drink it and I feel myself get dumber and fatter that's definitely some crowd pleasers i mean i was so wanting to have some good drinks that the last time we wrote i just ordered a gin martini at like three
2: in the afternoon yeah, yeah. i mean the waitress didn't even bat an eye even though you kind of like were i yeah, know it's yeah. three in, yeah, the in the afternoon, afternoon. it's like she's just like no that's you know, cause have what you want yeah i mean uh, realistically i don't think their uh, waiters or waitresses or servers in general are there to judge no. you know it's kind of like when you're at the checkout line and you have Condoms that aren't Magnum, or you know, yeah. they, or that type of thing, or if it's a guy who's picking up pads for his uh girlfriend or something, yeah. like the guy's always weird about it. Oh no, they're gonna, I'm gonna think I'm using
1: them for myself.
2: Yeah, it's like the the person scanning your stuff could not possibly care, yeah, at all about what you're getting because you are you are tears in a rainstorm
1: you are you are a drop of water in their ocean of people they're going to see today yeah
2: they're not going to remember anything about you like at all when you once you're gone you're gone Uh,
1: those are the people who are embarrassed buying tampons are the same people who are get really really offended um if they have to absorb a gay insult they're fine with dishing them out yeah 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 uh Bob says, "Eh, I have to know what time it is. The time is 3.09 PM or 13, 14, 1,509 seconds or however the military time goes. I wonder if the CBD is making me more sleepy
2: or I'm just coming down off the coffee that much. I mean, yeah, normally we don't drink that much coffee no like i'm i'm this is my second iced coffee and i have every expectation that i'm just going to get an enormous panic attack at some point between now and the drive home but i yeah but i need it because i barely slept last night because i like basically got stuck reading about like semiotics and literary theory Mm -hmm. lost track of time suddenly it was four in the morning oh boy yeah I, i just like i'm terrible at keeping track of my own time that even when i'm getting sleepy my mind is like oh well it's still early like it's not really but re- when i'm making that assertion it's like two yeah. or something and you know it's mm. the nighttime
1: night time is so beautiful though
2: it really is and, and amazing. it's amazing
1: i it, wish the night would just stop and then i could wake up like we just continue or i'm like in a state where i can consistently wake up at eight o'clock in the morning uh tomorrow I got to wake up cuz I got to be in Carlisle. Mm. I'm going to the auctions there tomorrow. Never, you know, I've been doing an RCR for 6 years. I've never been to a car auction before. You've mm. never been to a car auction? No, I've never been to Mannheim, I've never been to any of them. Mm. So we're going to fall I'm going to fall Carlisle. I'm not going to make a video. I mean, I'll take my dick around camera and, but it's mostly just notes. It's me wanting to write an article again and actually, uh, do something. That's not me in front of a computer. Uh, people are going to have to be okay with a week coming up where there's no video, which usually means I have a week to just do something that isn't car. Um, can I, can I keep doing RCR all the way through October? You know, I kind of better because if I start going places like in November, then I'm going to need substance. I'm going to be, and I have people coming over in November anyway. So.
2: I mean, if I have to, like, I'll whip up an essay about something, like, I'll talk about something like the sort of like the less left lane bandit rant. Okay. I mean, it won't be as long and it won't get that many views because it's me, but Mm. it's something where it'll be content, you know, content. Let's have
1: a thing about current events because that's what that's really what we need more of. Yeah. Oh, I need a, I I can't wait for like the next batch of high school Ben Shapiro's to come up and they're going to use their magical ability to talk over and down at people at the same time. <laughs> yeah. They're all taking debate classes now and they can't wait to own people. Yeah. They don't own anything. They don't even, they don't own they, them and their bank card their joint account with their parents
2: they didn't they don't even and they're pay. gonna tell
1: me how the world works
2: yeah it's like you didn't even buy those underwear you're shitting in <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, you know your mom bought your
1: underwear <laughs> is
2: that what's his face from king of the hill <laughs>
1: wife left you
2: <laughs> he's so great yeah no it's like you know a bunch of uh debate she team can't stop eating candy it's it's debate team cobra kai yeah he's yeah. just sort of shown up and talking over and down yeah yeah <laughs> oh geez james
1: um, f do you have a review for the second generation nsx coming no one won't no one want to offer those to us yeah no reviews seem seem mixed on it and i would consider the final word on the second generation. hey remember the first one you liked that didn't you new <laughs> nsx <laughs> my dad was president you know
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you know who my dad is of cars
2: yeah all these things are so incredibly specific yeah I finally looked at uh, it's cuz it's been a very long time and I looked at Joe rodin's new studio and it looks like the inside of an oven Yeah, <laughs> or the inside. of it a. It looks like
1: the tunnel where they roast the beans on the chocolate world ride at Hershey park. Yes.
2: That's so yeah. the, man. That is frighteningly accurate Yeah. because I actually have GoPro footage of going through chocolate world that I took for my own purposes. It wasn't to use for anything. Yeah. I was just like, I had the GoPro on me, screw it. I'm on chocolate world with the, this was like three years ago. Don't yeah. worry. Um, and, uh, as I'm going through it, I'm like, wow, this is a really cool effect. I wish I could use this footage for something. Yeah. Uh, especially that last part where they're like, you know, it's a tour of America. It's just a video screen of all these cities. Yeah. You're going to America. eat your <laughs> corn syrup, chocolate,
1: chocolate, and never get off your sugar ass. Humans. You gotta buy the better folding chairs.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a thing, but yeah, I don't know. I just it's one of those things where I just Although look, I
1: fuck with Mr. Good all day long. That was I mean, my favorite
2: you know, bar growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Good bar. Crackle was good too. Eh, well, I mean, it was good. I, I just mean like I, it, it was it's no the Mr. good chocolate in all of those. The Hershey miniatures with the exception of special dark. Yeah, but I just want a more substantial crunch. Yeah. And and Crackle doesn't get it done.
1: No. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, I liked Crackle more, and then I switched to Mr. Goodbar. And then I went to middle school. <laughs> and then, wh- wh- what was my jam in middle school? At that time, and then and then you could get tasty cakes, like, mm. in school. There was no, like, in middle school, or in elementary school, the only time you could get chocolates, like, those, like, chocolate in school. Yeah. Was during Halloween, Easter, sometimes Christmas. Yeah. Like they they bring out the Christmas M and M's, the red and green ones, yeah. which in my mind tastes different. They probably did. They say no, now. but yeah. Okay, so three times out of the year there was something other than a school lunch in school. Yeah, but then in middle school, like you could just buy, like you're entrusted with money, you could buy <laughs> the the um like tasty cakes in school every day and literally so, never
2: have lunch
1: yeah <laughs> it, i think i think when i was in middle school they made you buy a lunch like if you wanted snacks you had to buy the lunch and i think lunch was like a buck 50 or something like that now this is in 1990 let's see, six, five, four, three. Mm. so yeah um inflation and subsidies and all of that yeah so And then there were some girls I remember who would buy the lunch and not eat it. That Mm. was a thing just so they could have like a bag of chips and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was like some weird power move that we all got lectured about. Like in the very, like everybody forms a hierarchy and has their different ways of displaying worth. Like there were the people who would buy the lunch and not eat it. There were the people who would, uh, um, their parents would give them $2 for lunch. And the lunch was, uh, the lunch was $1. fifty, and they'd throw the two quarters away. Like that was a thing mm. for like some people to say, I don't need this. And they'd throw 50 cents in the trash. And then they, we all, we all got yelled at. So nothing happened because yeah. that's the whole thing about classroom management. If you punish the whole class, the, the problem, you didn't solve the problem. No, it's like so some people some undisclosed no you call the kid out in front of everybody yeah you put them you put them you make people look at them yeah and that stops it
2: um well i part of it is um the issue with um being a representative of your teacher because when i was in middle school this was sort of um our chance, like when we go to class and we are when we go to lunch rather, and okay, here comes uh Miss Caputo's class. Like that's my class. We're sitting at lunch and so you know, we're kind of getting released and uh the, the okay, Miss Caputo's class, you're free to go, blah, blah, blah. You know, in an orderly fashion. But usually what became standard was the after uh, lunch lecture. Because normally something bad would happen. Someone would act up. And so we'd all sit around. And this was unironically my favorite part of every school day. Um, And not that it happened every day, but that it happened often enough that I would actively look forward to it. Because I was such a little goody two-shoes bullshitter that I would sit down there and listen as, you know, with bated breath while the teacher lectured everyone about sitting down. And and you just from the breath and the silence that the teacher will allow to hang in the air, you just know that you know something is coming. Somebody slapped somebody. Somebody you know pantsed somebody. I don't know, but it's just uh, what happened today was unacceptable. We, I, I, you are representing your school. You're representing your class you're representing me as a teacher i cannot stand for it i will not stand for it and you shouldn't either that's the thing of like trying to put the responsibility back on you of like you shouldn't put up with this either if you see something you should stop it
1: when you were saying that i just went back into my emotions and pulled out the well guess it's time to get yelled at yeah and i remember like like the beats that you had yeah it's exactly like a teacher scolding everybody like here we go again it's like and i wanted to say to them hey mr lafco he's dead now thank god um (laughs) oh yeah i mean he he just like hated being a teacher and like if it wasn't for you uh, heads are gonna roll today you know oh oh really really mr bullet no really i'll call you out really mr boletza heads are gonna roll huh you're going to chop our heads off. <laughs> You're going to murder children. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And what? Our parents are going to cry? Man, you are so fortunate. It's 1991 and no one has cell phone cameras. Yeah. I, I'd love to find some of these old teachers. like. You are so lucky you were a teacher in the 90s that you retired in the year 2000, you would be disgraced. Your entire family name, your children would be going to the courthouse to fill out forms to change their last name because you were the teacher who picked up a kid by his throat (laughs) and (laughs) left red marks on the side of his neck with your gigantic Gangly gardener fingers. (laughs)
0: It's
2: like you
1: are so lucky no one filmed you. Did you know? Did he really do that? That was Mr. Oh, Mr. Belletza had like an anger problem. Like there were rumors. We heard rumors about him when we were in the fourth grade, and he was a fifth grade teacher. That he one time punched the blackboard and put a crack in it. And I remember that was the first thing he told us like trying to just get ahead of these rumors on the first day of school in the fifth grade. He's like, no, there was already a crack in it and I just hit it. And then people thought the crack, just like I, people were saying I punched a hole in it. He would just have the, he would, he would waste the class time. He would waste our time. Ranting about how someone forgot their homework and like, we're so behind because you forgot your homework. And I'm like, you just spent 20 minutes, doing this and of course it's like a few brave kids would like talk back to him and his face would get red mm. and he'd would shout and you'd hear him yelling and like all the other teachers would just sort of put their heads down around this guy yeah like he was a monster and i'd love to just kind of want to know what was going on was it I'm, I'm gonna guess divorce did one of your kids turn gay what happened
2: yeah it's like yeah, mr bolezza i mean th- th- and i know that we're taught in a very um sort of respectful kind of way that you know you never know what a person is going through and that's true but, but some things aren't acceptable yeah. like and you're not supposed to treat other people that way regardless of what you're going through and do you know like Okay. If he were to be like disgraced and shuffled off, that would speak volumes because do you know how fucking bad of a teacher and person you have to be to be like kicked out of teaching despite no, like without banging somebody you're not supposed to like, that's kind of very telling, you know, of just, there's violence and it's coming from a teacher. It's just, I get
1: it, man. You made a bad career choice. You don't like your profession. But the way education is structured in the United States, you're now committed. You know, you're part of the mob. Now you can't get out. You are unemployable outside of this profession. Yeah, I know it like the most lucrative thing I could do. If RCR goes away is become a teacher. Yeah, like maybe I could write for something, but odds are if I stay in Pennsylvania, I just have to get a Joe job. Yeah. best case scenario Bruce hen hires me yeah I'm not a good you know I can sweep up I can hand them things I can turn wrenches. I can help people do stuff that's probably it I mean as far as writing it like if I'm outside of the entertainment industry yeah uh, maybe Hardiggy would hire me to do something maybe I could go work for Farah at his garage out in LA um, you know I always have my doomsday scenario with RCR, like it, it stops. It say, uh, the YouTube partner program just goes away. Well, I got about three years worth of saving, which is better than most people to figure something out. Um, before, I don't know, I become homeless or something like that. And you know, I'm, I'm living on the AT. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people do that. I guess it's completely doable
2: um i don't know what i i don't know cuz i don't really know what i can do what i'm capable of but i mean i don't know i sort of fell into this fortunately enough and yeah granted being fortunate enough to fall into something that's not really something you can rely on but again it's something where I don't know i have to take it one day at a time because if i think too far ahead and if uh, and i know you're supposed to have contingencies for everything but that's not the way that my brain works my brain needs because i feel like i'm functionally a useless person Mm. in most things that aren't this (laughs) so i gotta figure I don't know, I'd
1: go to work and just get some job and like, man, it's going to be tough, but this is how the rest of people work. And like, there are people out there working jobs supporting us. So it would be like, well, you had a good run, kid. Yeah. Now, now it's over, but you know, it's owned by Google and Google is this gigantic thing. Do you think they're stopping the partner program? Nope. (laughs) It's going to keep going. And you know, the free market will prevail some other company will come up and you know dick jokes will never not be funny yeah.
0: so
2: uh do you mind if i uh, pull the shades yeah, there's glare ahead. from my car window that's coming right off like right next to the concom and chevrolet stand. <laughs> and it's like getting me right in the eye it's almost like concom and chevrolet is blinding me with savings <laughs> lose your virginity at Conkleman <laughs> chevrolet Here
1: yeah, we gotta do another one of those yeah lose your virginity at kunkleman chevrolet <laughs> there's an app for that <laughs>
2: <laughs> we hired a new guy he used to be a fluffer on a very uh, yeah uh, um oh the, check us out on the web at www.pornhub.com yeah <laughs> uh, yeah my uh to the person in the um comments asking for Kunkelman uh merch that's all at zazzle.com um just look up regular cars so yeah it's very much um you know uh we have bumper stickers floor mats license plate frames uh hats um <laughs> i don't know other things uh but yeah it's like uh we also have like new merch that's just like old rcr quotes like $12,000 engine rebuild son yeah. bumper stickers so that's nice and Fun. Uh, Come the
1: Conkleman Chevrolet. We know where you live. We know your door code. <laughs> like as the videos go on, it has to get more specific. Like, we've memorized your sleeping
2: schedule. You need to buy milk. Chev- <laughs> You're running low on muffins and bread. Uh but yeah, it's
1: Conkelman Chevrolet, your mother called. <laughs> or that should be like That's a Rinaldi where- as a Rinaldi, well, Rinaldi Oh yeah, and, Klein. and there's
2: Ronaldian Incline hey, there too. Hey, your mother too. called. Yeah, it's like Rinaldi. Says it's important. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 yo! and it's just two minutes of just going, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, <laughs> or just uh going Rinaldi and Klein, you know, over and over again of just Rinaldi, yeah. Rinaldi, Rinaldi, Rinaldi and Klein, you know, because it's just like hats and shirts at this point. But mm-hmm. I'm I, and I think like maybe one mug, yeah. but still, you know, uh, yeah.
1: here's a Roman question. Mark a village idiot Roman. Is Michelle Moten still in the RCR shortlist? Yes. I want sho- to hear more about uh, women in my minorities in the art of history and racing.
2: Yeah. Um, the uh, Yeah, it's on the shortlist. I mean, there are so many things on the shortlist and I'm like slowly crossing off one by one with each new video that comes out and some that i don't intend like the corvette thing was never intended to be like a three-part thing it was all just going to be one video and then i realized if i made it all one video it was just going to be one big like three hour mess um which i mean i'm sure like some people would have watched but eh, i don't know and that would have been very taxing to make for me like i needed a little bit of breather and breathing room between those videos so i figured it would make more sense to make it a trilogy so basically, uh, Michelle Moten would be a great subject. There are so many like individuals that I would love to do stories about like Randy Lanier. Um, but I don't know, there are, I'm trying to do the things that people want, um, me to do stories about. Oh, Mouton. It's Michelle Mouton um, or Mouton Mouton or Mouton. Well, uh, regardless, um, Yeah, she's a fascinating figure and someone who's very much um, on the short list still and will always be there, but she'll probably be one of the ones that I do in between some of the longer form ones. Uh, The one that I'm working on now is one that like people ask me about a lot. Um, And it is a story that like I want to do, but it's not something that I would have prioritized if I didn't think if people weren't asking me to do it and so i'm like i'm gonna do it but it also requires me to go to sort of go back pretty far to like the founding of like certain things and you know it's very i have to decide how granular i want to get about Mm. it like how far into the weeds i want to go um before getting to really because what i like about rcr stories is that it has the structure of not not in quality but of a classic simpsons episode of how the first five minutes ultimately have almost nothing to do with the rest of the episode but then it comes right back around at the end yeah so that the idea with it being that there you start out with this story about you know if it's the story of I don't know the Isle of Man G or TT. Mm -hmm. It starts out with the founding of like, an automobile enthusiast club and what does that have to do with anything? And so you progress from there and then suddenly by the end of the story, when you're telling a story of, um, all the Dunlops that you're, um, wondering, or or you sort of get this feeling of having come a long way Mm -hmm. of the story being more substantial because, you know, again, come from all this sort of prime not primordial. it's pretentious but mm-hmm. you know it's just uh this thing started here ended here you know it's fun so yeah that's my answer to that question
1: <laughs> let me love you tonight i'm gonna mash my erection between your butt cheeks and not hold Well, I'll hold you, but I won't hold in my farts, and this is the life we'll lead. You can feel me getting hard and soft, and then hard (laughs) and soft, not in your butt, but just above it. Hard and soft, hard and soft love.
2: It should be in a, a in a the Christmas video of "Let me sing you a Christmas Carol," <laughs> <laughs> like instead of uh, "Let me sing you my uh, favorite, favorite carol.
1: carol." Let me put my dick in your. Butt cheeks, I'll hold you, but not my farts. You can hear me getting hard and soft, hard and soft near your asshole. <laughs> Merry hey Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: that should be the song that we do. Uh, foster. I need like
1: those jingle bells that you have in every elementary school percussion kit. Yeah. Jingle, <laughs> and I'll be just doing it a <sighs> <laughs> truly a,
0: a, a christmas would it be fun, care for it would all be
1: funnier if i just if i just put it to jingle bells like let me put now is, is it
2: jingle, that, it's jingle is yeah. jingle is that public domain Yeah, <laughs> jingle bells public domain i know a lot of christmas songs are i i wanted to find out if jolly old saint nicholas was and completely forgot mm. uh, christmas songs public domain
1: Aaron Crutchfield says you need something to do, head to the North Woods in Maine, find the Brown River and film it and make a joke. Thank you for reminding me that I like to say the word brown. Everybody likes the eggs, everybody likes brown. Thank you Aaron Crutchfield for the knowledge, someday I'll get to Maine. Dear friends to dusk, thank you for the generous donation. I'm trying to write the script for a video like an RCR diary, but losing motivation to even research. What do you all do when you're struggling to write or focus on a topic? For through it I want to make it. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Do oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay, so you want to write, but uh, you don't have the motivation. I got nothing for you, man. If you can't move the pencil, what good are you? That sounds like an old man thing. Like, what good are you? Yeah. What are you good for? I Look, yes, you have to force it. Guess what? You have a minute. Let's see what you can get up to in a minute. Yeah. Like, if you're really listening to me, you'd open, like, If you got a pen and paper in front of you, like if you're at work, I understand you can't do it. Yeah. Look, if I'm going to be if I'm going to be a teacher, I have to be able to practice what I preach. So where's something to write on? Dead air because it's a live stream. Dead air, my piss stream. Dead air, I need a pencil, not a pen. Pens are for people who think they're better than you. Look at me. I don't need to erase every third word. Okay. So, writing exercise time. Doesn't have to be good, it just has to keep going. There's no way, there's no wrong way to run. Put one foot in front of the other, then you'll be farther away than when you started. That's how you run. So stopwatch, stopwatch. Uh, It's really timer. Timer is one minute. Like, let's see what you get up to in one minute. Do you want to do this or should I, or do you just want to like entertain people? It'd be be pretty boring for people who are listening to this while driving. And then there's just one minute of silence and me writing stuff down.
2: Well, I mean, you can, uh, write stuff down and I'll give my answer to the question. Okay. Um, all right. So this is one minute.
1: This is a writing exercise. It's called, you can't lift this. You have to keep writing. It can't stop for one minute. So, and I don't know what I'm going to write about. So here we go.
2: And so, yes, the answer has been and always will be that you have to write through it, regardless of whatever the the sort of uh, writer's block that you have. You have to focus first on getting it done and worry about it being good later. So just keep writing until you have enough and then go back and worry about making it good on a subsequent draft but that's the way you force through writer's block, because essentially you're forcing your brain to work around the issues that you're having. And I don't know, like you almost have to treat writing like a nine to five in that I'm going to sit down. This is how long I'm going to write for. I have to do it in this amount of time, which almost sounds like you're imposing anxiety upon yourself, but it's really not like that. If you're, you know, Sure enough. Well, it's not even about being sure enough. As long as you have the capability to write, as long as your hand can move a pen or pencil or type keys or even speak into a voice recorder, you have the ability to write and to write well. And the way you get better at it is, you know, reading good writing, listening to good writing and uh, writing on your own, you know, it, you can just read newspapers, read comic books, read anything, read books posts on Reddit, as long as you're reading and you just, you can do it yet. You, you, there's nothing that you can't do. If you try to in writing, I mean, rather, you know, obviously you can't fly if you jump off the roof of a building, but you know, it's. Did it's, I set this for one minute? Uh, it appears to be an hour. Oh, but I mean, you're still at 15 seconds okay. in the first minute. So, um, Yeah, it's as long as you commit to seeing it through within a given time frame, then you'll see better results. And if you commit to reading more, you know, sort of absorbing things more, allow yourself to absorb things. You know, whether it's people watching, whether it's sensory experiences, if you think of a good turn of phrase, write it down for a
1: minute because we're at 5845. Oh yeah. So uh, I okay. went longer than minute, a minute
2: 15, give or take, but still that's, that's a healthy chunk of time to yeah, get a one hour thought. and
1: one minute. I forgot to go one minute. Yeah. All right. So it's been a minute. So I only wrote that much, but I wrote legibly and in like complete sentences. Place mats. Cause I ha- I had to start somewhere. What's directly in front of me. There's some place mats here, place mats. My parents had this unusual obsession with protecting placemats for for future events. They had plastic placemats for picnics, cheap Ollie's Bargain Outlet placemats for good daily use, and good Boscov, Boscov placemats for, like, good times. Why do you want me to? Do one minute or you're just writing down? Oh,
2: uh, no, I'm, I'm going to do, yeah, do one minute. Okay. Because I want to try it too.
1: All right. One minute starting now. Right. Blake Carlson asks, thoughts on a Focus ST as a first car for my teen? No, that's a terrible first car. What, what does your, does your teen have to be faster than the other ones? What's a teenager going to do with 250 horsepower? Are they going to appreciate a turbocharger? You know, it's all downhill from there. You got them a Focus ST and their next car is going to be like a Geo Prism after this one breaks, unless you're going to buy another one. Believe me, the kid just wants a car. And if he starts saying he needs a Focus ST, you got a spoiled kid right there. What does he need a sports sedan for? He needs to learn how to drive. Here's your Corolla and Corolla love me or something like that. I haven't listened to that guy in a long time. That's a focus ST. No, maybe a regular focus. All right, that's a mess. Yeah.
2: This this is completely incomprehensible garbage, but whatever. Um, when I was a kid, I used to think gosh is the opposite of God because people who didn't want to blaspheme would use gosh. But now I think God is the opposite of me. I was told I was made blah. Uh,
0: uh-huh. I was going to say
2: I was told I was made in his image, but now I think, uh, you know, it's some – You know, crawling in my skin like it's it's bad, of course. But the whole point is that you allow yourself to be bad. Yeah, Um, as bad as you need to be or as awful as the writing can get, Mm -hmm. you just muscle through it anyway and then you worry about it being good later. But you just get whatever down and you know, it's fine.
1: I think teaching writing is easier than being a personal trainer. Like to say, oh, a personal trainer just counts, but like teaching writing, half of it is just, you have the students write in class. That's like 20 minutes gone right there. Yeah. It's easy to teach writing. Uh, because half of the teaching mind is teaching thinking. So good question, Blake Carlson, and good question, defense to dusk. So that you just saw what we just did. You have a minute and you can't, you have to keep writing. I don't know what to write about. Then write about how you don't know what to write about and what you're feeling right now. Yeah. Now, great. You got an idea. You got something on paper. Refresh to freedom.
2: Yes. Freedom. An hour went by. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: do 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 Doo-doo doo lookin' the down and bomb time. Everybody's bum is uglier than they think it is. Everybody thinks the bum smells good, but it isn't made to smell good. Stop making
2: doughy buns. <laughs> Did you hear that in Ireland, uh, there's too much sugar in Subway's bread for it to be legally classified there as bread? Good. <laughs>
1: Scott. Thank you for the donation, Scott. Would you be interested in reviewing a 100,000-mile Volkswagen Mark 6 GTI Drivers Edition? I don't know if we did a 6th Gen or not. Uh, I don't know if I'm interested or not, but you know the drill. I'm going to put this as a voice memo or something like that so I can just play it for the rest of this episode. (sighs) Where's my voice memo? Where's my voice memo? It's the Fallen Asleep Podcast and Waking Up with the stiffy it's a voice memo welcome the voice i got a whole bunch of voice memos in this one you know the drill year make model city state in the title of the email in the body of the email put your name a phone number where i can contact you please be sure to spell out your state in its entirety i need the full word of it to be able to search for it in my inbox that is regularcars gmail.com year make model city state in the title of the email please spell out the entire name of the state Thank you very much and thank you for submitting your car to uh, regular car reviews. Excellent. You know the drill, your make, model, city, state, the title of the email and the body of the email. Can I rename this as so I go? Okay. Uh, how to submit a car. All right, so that's what we're gonna do now. now what's your name? There we go. That's what I'm going to play when I get those questions. But thank you for donating to ask them. I appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. Merci, merci, or mercy, mercy. Thank you for your donation. What makes the 1998 Civic Hatchback so good? Is there a review coming? Um, Yeah, they're really built well. They like to rev. It's one of the best shifters you can feel. And they got that 90s nostalgia going for them are they better than hyundai's yes are they better than toyota's yes they're they're really the only ones aside from volkswagen who made a fun hatch in the 90s i mean i saw the us we never got the lancia lancia so what are you gonna do is there a review coming not now but probably at some point folly industries thank you for your donation good luck with not drinking i was too busy to drink one christmas and lost 10 pounds that way yep I know I'm going to see results next week just from like not having those extra carbohydrates that my body is just storing around my waist. Like right now, the only time I have a flat stomach is when I come back from the gym a little bit dehydrated, you know, sweat and you sweat out of pounds. Otherwise I wake up in the morning and I have a gut. So that's another reason for sober October. Yeah. No 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 JB says what review that you have done would you like to be able to revisit? Most of them we've just said everything we need to say.
2: Yeah, there's nothing I need to like there's nothing that occurred to me after the review that um I kind of think about you like oh man I wish I would have said that. Um I'm trying to think, but no, not really. Most of the time Because when we're like sort of together in writing, anything that we miss, we kind of inform the other person that, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, either we already said this or, you know, like to kind of edit out redundancies, I suppose. But also, I suppose the things that are missing, you know, hey, mention this or whatever. But I thought I
1: renamed that
2: but yeah that's kind of no i don't really think there's anything that i would want to go back to like a review that i would want to revisit or a car that i would want to revisit um for the purposes of like a new video there are plenty of cars like i would like to drive again but it's not necessarily something that i think about too much so i don't know
1: how do i save this
2: and why does it still
1: say? What does it say? Grove Street? Uh, making some weird San Andreas, like all of my memos just say either new recording or goal or Grove Street.
2: Grove Street. Oh, shit. Here we go again.
1: Yeah, it, it immediately, I, it immediately went back to, oh, there it says details. Am I done? Am I done? Did it record? Exit the program. Oh, and there it does. Now it says you know the drill. American nice. man with a donation. Can you do a regular car review my Nissan Rogue SL Platinum?
0: Well
1: you know the drill. Your make model city state in the title of the email in the body of the email. Put your name. A phone number where I can contact you. Please be sure to spell out your state in its entirety. I need the full word of it to be able to search for it in my inbox. That is regularcars at gmail.com. Year, make, model, city, state. and the title of the email, please spell out the entire name of the state. Thank you very much. And thank you for submitting your car to uh, Regular Car Reviews. I should make that one more succinct in the future. But it gives me a time to uh, rest my voice a little bit. Thank you, American man. Thank you. Shats Bassoon says, ahoy from the Lehigh Valley. What are a few popular and infamous cars from the 2000s that you'd like to review that you still haven't yet? Uh, the real um, Subaru Forester XT, the turbo one uh some other 2000 things we've never done a prowler even though that's late 90s i guess they made that in the 2000s yeah yeah, I, yeah. Suppose. I think i remember seeing that my senior year and i graduated yeah. in 2000 i haven't done a prowler um we did the pt cruiser um have, we did a second gen neon in that we had the srt4 but we never had the regular one there's 90s stuff i mean the first gen neon you know that's that's right now it's the unicorn um other 2000s blobs we got the nb miata out of the way we did uh, i think we did a, a civic oh, like a million years ago from there the 99 corollas were all the same we're, there was a still generation going into the 2000s not the second one we got the matrix xrs and by extension that's also the same as a corolla xrs we did the uh, the mr2 in the early 2000s mm. yeah um i can't think i mean, there's stuff out there that we haven't touched so we haven't done many euro cars from the 2000s yeah i mean we gotta get one of those horrible jags from the ford years that'd be delightfully that would, that would be like, I don't care about any of this. <laughs> it's like, anybody who buys one of these things. They're like, like a North Star Cadillac. Those are god-awful. Yeah, They're, they're all for sale on Craigslist for $1,200, and every single one of them is going to have blown head gaskets. Yeah. It's like right at that time. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's, we, North Star Cadillac, and a shit all over it. <laughs> Thank you, Shats, Cameron... Uh, Auburnon. I'm I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> I've gotten it right and I've gotten it wrong. Or maybe I've only gotten it wrong. Hello. Have you ever had a Mad Max globerino? It's a Thanksgiving dinner in an ill. Oh, a those,
2: yeah. It's like the gobbler from Wawa, except huh. it's a burrito instead of a hoagie.
1: Found out about the PA Dallas Casilla. I've never heard of it and I live here.
2: Have you heard about it? What, no, I, I mean, I've heard about it, but I've never seen it or had an occasion to want to get one. I mean, mm. I've done the gobbler before from Wawa, but mm-hmm. that's like, you know, that's a hoax. Well, they make them in bowls now, too. Yeah. Um, and you like know. if
1: I wanted to fall asleep, I can just get ground turkey and mix it with stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: And,
1: and you can you can buy ground turkey and just buy a jar of gravy at the grocery store, fry it in a pan add that to whatever you're eating and fall asleep just as well
2: yeah but i always find that the gravy is what ruins it Mm. like everything else you know you have um the turkey the mashed potatoes the stuffing the cranberry sauce the cranberry is fine as the sauce so why you gotta add gravy and it just Mm. throws everything off and um now this was years ago i haven't had a gobbler and what like three years but mm-hmm. still it's a matter of principle like who's balancing these things if you know you got to find the right balance so yeah
1: oh uh Cameron uh, just sent us or sent me on Twitter um ugh, look at that
2: oh yeah she sent that that was a very specific
1: I'm tired looking at it
2: oh ugh. Ugh. I feel like I had to take a shit just looking at it.
1: It feels like grandma's disappointed and we don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's upset the meal. Yeah.
2: Mom is disappointed because of a conversation we weren't privy to.
1: Yeah. Um, what are my favorite Pennsylvania foods and beverages? Okay, what do I miss when I go abroad?
2: Um, well... Uh,
1: I miss tall cups of coffee. Yeah. Should I bite the horse that bit me and just because when we left, like they're always refilling our coffee at this cafe. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But like, will more of it help me, or should I just stay? Because if I take any more CBD, I'm probably just going to fall asleep and then not go to the gym, mm. which is. Working against like so, we're October. Like going to the gym and like working out once I'm there isn't a problem. I just go into autopilot mode. Yeah, it's like I'm just gonna be listening to a podcast. Lately, it's been Tim Dillon. You probably heard a bit of Tim Dillon in my voice where I was complaining about teachers. Mm. Um, oh man, more coffee sounds good. Just put in the microwave for just
0: a little bit.
1: PA foods that I I can remember I can name PA foods that I used to like. I used to love Gears iced tea. You know what? I still love Tasty Cake mini frosted donuts. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me raw. They are
2: good. Yeah. With chocolate milk, like like Joey Diaz. You kidding me? Yeah. That's the that's the only way to have them actually. Yeah. The with the chocolate milk. Yeah. It's got to be chocolate milk. And the powder makes a hot mess. Um, I don't know. uh, Miller's hot baloney is one of them that is. I I don't know that it's necessarily entirely PA. Uh, specific but that is something that i actually cannot have anymore that i've decided i can't have anymore because it will cause me to um to die um not die but in a very uh weird place like i, I just don't want to spend the rest of my day in the bathroom that's all uh let's see uh i don't know i, I hmm like it's not pa specific foods, but like places that make very specific, like I miss the businesses that make the foods that I like. So like if I, if I like a certain hoagie made a certain way, I'll miss the deli that makes it when I'm abroad. Like I'll miss my deli. I'll miss my cafe that makes my things the way that I like them. And it's very nice to have those types of things. But also, you know, in terms of Pennsylvania foods, I don't really think about it that much because it's like, well, the non-specific or the non-general food that I eat is like cultural food, essentially, like Puerto Rican food. So, I guess like that's what I end up missing the most when I'm like abroad or out of state or anywhere that isn't home, you know, uh, is that I miss, you know, arroz con gandules, I miss pernil, I miss, you know, um freaking uh, uh de papa. Like I miss those things, but it's not like I have them all the time anyway. Otherwise, I would be much much better. So you know it's got to be something that you know makes sense
1: the cafe I, I saw on the menu that they're also doing cubanos
2: oh those sandwiches but yeah. i don't know if like
1: i had one and like the the best meal i've ever had in florida was one of those mm. um uh everything else was florida it was just like chain restaurant food and like mm. strip mall chinese restaurants that everybody says oh this is the best chinese food around here it's like this is strip mall chinese food yeah it's just this place has a little more decor than your average one so that makes it yeah but i did have a cubano and it was very satisfying
2: oh yeah they're very um it's one of the
1: cheapest things on the menu too
2: yeah and i think in terms of like food per dollar ratio yeah like the amount that you get on a cuban sandwich it's yeah. just like it's it's just like they just bring it out and it's just like dumping the plate in front of you because there's so much sandwich there yeah. it's almost like a pastrami well
1: it's well, like I a ruben a that doesn't yeah. take
2: itself so seriously yeah uh, yeah
1: it's a weird thing though like this place was like oh it's artist like it's authentic but then like a cuban sandwich is just like a worker's sandwich like something you would like make and then take to take with you yeah that's still gonna be good after it cools off
2: yeah it's tin lunchbox food yeah in a good way in the so, best way
1: anyway i mean it's it's like making artisan burritos it's like it's the same thing
2: yeah i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you you know sort But then of... i
1: don't get upset about burgers like an artisan burger itself is was just like a miner's food it's like beef and bread together
2: the difference with burgers is that a lot of them are made to order, whereas a pastrami sandwich you can't say you want it medium okay so for an artisan burger it kind of makes more sense because now the chef the onus is on the chef to like get it right in a way that like if you're making an artisan burrito i would imagine that like say if you're scooping meat or chicken in there like it's already been cooked yeah like the person assembling the burrito they just have to assemble it in the correct proportions and but like with a burger it's like this is my burger don't mess this up (laughs) get the seasoning right fridge everything's
1: gonna be fresh
2: Yeah. yeah Yeah, get and uh, gotta be well seasoned. That doesn't do all it the work other. with
1: a burrito because it all has to congeal just a little bit. Yeah, things have to melt together. It's like yeah, getting a burrito like making it itself like it's too fresh, and like the like bits are falling out of it as you try to eat it. Yeah, yeah.
2: The structural integrity is non-existent. The
1: tortilla
2: tortilla is it tortilla
1: or a tortilla tortilla hasn't got a chance to glue itself together. Mm. That's why they oh maybe that's why they come in foil and you have to let it sit for just that little bit.
2: Yeah, and get, uh, get the guac, because the guac is uh, mm. sort of load-bearing. <laughs> it
1: is. Good question, Cameron. Jasper. Thank you for the donation. Have either of you read Travels with Charlie? It's 288 pages of the Delight. I'm unfamiliar with that book.
2: No, I haven't heard of it. Who's it by?
1: Uh, uh, Nick's, Nick is watching the regular chat, so if you tell me who who is, who is it from. I mean, we could uh, consult the Oracle, wait, but...
2: Travels... For Charlie? Travels with Charlie. With Charlie. Bare Leg Diary. Oh, by Steinbeck. Nice. Oh, okay. Travels with Charlie in search of America. Mm, Nice.
1: He went for a search of America and couldn't find it anywhere. Bare Leg Diary, uh, $5. Thank you. No question. Timothy call quit call quit call it.
2: i don't have the first idea
1: hey guys my 1995 gmc k1500 hit 300,000 miles this past sunday love the show i look forward to every monday thank you love you for helping us live uh nikki kebab says what do you guys think will what do you guys think cars will look like in the near future appearance wise do you think there will be a period of everything old is new again everything old is always new (laughs) it's a rolling it's uh mortal machines or whatever that movie was mortal engines just consuming old stuff yeah entire civilizations and and culturally appropriating other machines i forget in that movie do they show how london they show how london swallows that smaller like city car Oh, okay no it's what's funny howl's moving castle but you know essentially yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: what's what's league of extraordinary gentlemen i mean the thing for me is that i think um we're in a very uh I have heard it referred to as like a Xerox era where it's like a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's strange to me that my nephew almost on the same time frame as myself and my brother grew up liking the exact same things because they were popular at the exact same time for him that they were for me at that age. Mm-hmm. So Ninja Turtles power Rangers and their popularity declined at the exact same time that it did for me and mm-hmm. my brother. And you know, so, um, which funnily enough, like I found out that, well, I found out that the fat snacks girl that I have a crush on <laughs> the fat snacks ad girl is now the new pink ranger, which is like bizarre to me of like okay. this person who I only knew from ads who I didn't even know what their name was is now like a power ranger, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, obviously I'm not, I don't reach out to Does simping include reaching out to the person because if it does, I can proudly say I'm not simping. Does,
1: yeah, yeah, you have to, like, you have to have this, yeah, it's something about Mary, but in text, like, and like the guy who's in crutches in that old movie, mm. like, you have to be arranging your entire online presence so that someday they love you. Mm. You have to, every single conversation has to be, uh, like, like a stock it better be in the green. Uh, you got to be moving up. Moving up. You can't lose ground on this. And if you lose ground, you either got to, uh, uh, uh. you either got to like, di- like dump it or, or reinvest. No. Yeah. Simping's only, simping always ends the same way. You confess your feelings and then they don't like you. That's so. All you can do is like love from afar. Yeah. And like be comfortable with that. Yeah. I mean, occasionally flirt. You're allowed to flirt, but it's got to be like, you got to, like, if you're going to simp on somebody, flirt with them, like really dirty. Like, like, like that one thing where with Hannibal Burris and um, Eric Andre, where they go on each other's Twitter, uh, Tinder accounts and just like say, like Eric, uh, Eric Andre just said, I think there's something to not giving a shit. (laughs) <laughs> like why are you farting on that co- like or like Hannibal Burris like his first line to a girl is like you look like a girl who really likes eating Doritos
0: <laughs>
1: and Eric said there, there's got to be something to this like uh, like this guy doesn't give a fuck if this goes well or not at all I guess I gotta go out with him yeah so that's what it, like you legitimately have to like not try yeah it's still your line you can, have, you can have all the sex you want as long as you don't actively pursue it and I guess it's like opposite. Like, if that's what flirting is, like, you're legitimately trying to screw your chances. Yeah. But, and it's like, you're not trying to get a laugh. You're doing the exact opposite. Exactly. Like, but- when, like if I ever tell
2: you, like,
1: Brian's way of flirting with you is telling you I'm taking a shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I told you that, odds are I like you on some dimension.
2: My way of flirting, my way of flirting with you is leaving you entirely alone completely, (laughs) not bothering you at all. That's my way of flirting because I'm always afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, uh, uh, I wasted five years talking to you and all of the,
1: I've projected so much of my future self into the idea of you. Mm. I've ran through scenarios where we're lovers. Mm. I hug two pillows at night thinking of you.
2: No, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I've been there. Um, I don't know, I think I've kind of forgotten how to flirt in the most generic sense of the term because I've taken myself out of the game Because it's really not worth it at all to me, Mm -hmm. the stress, uh, anything about it. I mean, that and a lot of the time if someone's flirting with me, if someone's into me, like the last people who were into me, like I did not know, like, Mm. and I... I just don't have like the comprehension, even though I think this weirdly enough looking at the screen and maybe it's because it's slightly pixelated because I'm using mobile hotspot for my phone so that I don't overtax the Wi-Fi in here. And so the screen is pixelated, but I feel like I look really handsome in this stream. And I think it's a lie. Like the mirror is lying a little Mm. bit, but still, I, I just don't, Uh, you know, so there are situations where I'm allowed to feel sort of good about myself in a, a like, Oh, Nick is attractive kind of way, but like, I don't stand there thinking like, Oh, well, of course it makes sense why she would like me, even though I shouldn't really, you know, think that way about myself. I should think more positively and encouragingly about myself. Why wouldn't people be into, you know, me and stuff, but like, I just can't get there in my head without thinking they're going to think I'm conceited. They're going to think I'm self-absorbed. They're going to mm-hmm. think that I think I'm the greatest gift to everything. And uh, like, that's not how it works. It's people are allowed to have positive feelings about themselves. And I don't know why I can't bridge that gap to being like, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And people Stick should
1: and a thumb up my nose continue. <laughs> oh, no, that's all I got.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 you know, just hang back. And um, if things are going to happen, they'll happen. And if not, then they won't. But mm. I'm fully prepared to be single for the rest of my life. And that's okay. And I need to take a leak.
1: All right. What do you guys think? Oh, we did that. Everything new is all again. Good question. Will Downs. Hello, Will. Favorite King of the Hill character my favorite king of the hill character is one i made up in my head and it's hank hill has a good day my favorite what'd you say no i said that's hilarious like i my i just want my favorite parts of king of the hill are the first 11 minutes where everything's going fine and hank hill's having a good day that's all i want just have a hank Hill where nothing goes wrong Like mall music is Hank Hill and everything goes right for him that day. And he just has a good time. He has a good day at work and Bobby got an A on his test and you know, Luann's not there. And, uh, Peggy tells about like her day. Um, all my collections. Twenty-seven dollars and eighty-six cents. I don't know if there's some significance to oh, that.
2: Oh, f in the chat.
1: Oh, f in the chat.
2: Yeah, apparently.
1: I mean. All right, we're still rolling on the Zoom. They said it's back. Okay. Oh,
0: all
2: right. Well, there you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All my collections. Generous donation. Interesting ending to it. Hello there. My today, today's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. She's not running yet, but you, would you be interested in looking at a 1986 AMC Eagle limited wagon with a stroke Jeep 4.0? Uh, you're in New Jersey. So yes, we, we, we will need to. We were supposed to do one in Portland, Oregon, but that fell through. But if you have one that's going to work, and you're right there in New Jersey, and you feel comfortable driving that into the midstate, PA, well, then you know the drill. You make model city, state, in the title of the email, in the body of the email, put your name. A phone number where I can contact you. Please be sure to spell out your state in its entirety. I need the full word of it to be able to search for it in my inbox. That is regularcars at gmail.com. Your make model city state and title of the email. Please spell out the entire name of the state. Thank you very much. Thank you for submitting your car to regular car reviews.
2: Someone needs to make a vaporwave mix of that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Nathan Depew says, How do I start teaching myself literary analysis? Okay.
2: Start with reader response theory? Uh, yeah. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Uh, that every um, sort of work consists of three elements mm-hmm. uh, work of respondent. Mm -hmm. which is you yeah and sort of the uh dialogue between those two things Mm -hmm. so it's what's a dialogue well it's the uh construction of meaning through engagement i believe huh yeah well okay so you figure out what oh okay say we're talking about um just to throw out a book um say we're talking about fight club yeah, uh, even though that's the first rule is what we're not supposed to talk about it. But the uh, book is essentially that, uh, you know, this is what it is, and um this is what the author was going for. that um, no, like I'm interpreting after having read the book. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like this back and forth that I'm having mm-hmm. with the work that, okay, uh, this is how, what I bring to it, like my interpretation, but also I'm pulling from the book to sort of reinforce my interpretation, which may or may not be what the author intended, Mm -hmm. you know, and you see a lot of YouTubers throwing around death of the author to say that like, you know, once an author completes a work, it no longer is theirs to affix meaning to, Mm -hmm. um, because now it's open to interpretation by anybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think ultimately, um, you, uh, the author's reading that death of the author doesn't mean the author's reading isn't valid. Mm -hmm. It's just one of many that happens in this great continuum of constructive literary criticism and constructive in the literal sense, not as in like constructive criticism of helping you get better. Constructive as in we are constructing meaning. Yeah. And we're setting a foundation and building things up and, uh, You know, by the time you're done building that building, it can have 20 different architects, each with their own sort of styles and interpretations of what the blueprints look like.
1: Right. So, I mean. Take, for instance, even though this is a novel, the end of The Sopranos. The authorial intention ends, but the conversation, the constructive conversation keeps going. About what does the what do the last 10 seconds of the Sopranos mean? Yeah. So here's what we have to go on, here's my theory, here are the things that happen in those 10 seconds. Here's where logically he could be
2: looking. Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah. And then but not only just what happened, but what does it mean? Yeah. And so, you know, ultimately what you're going to construct might be at odds with something that someone else believes about it well it probably will be because nobody is going to universally agree on one thing mm-hmm. and it goes the same way for cars i don't think there exists and correct me if i'm wrong a car that is for the most part universally loved yeah that and by universal i mean like over 85 percent approval
0: mm-hmm.
2: where you can get 85 percent of people to agree all right this is a good car mm-hmm. because i feel like there will always be a contingent that is not a minority necessarily like not a small vocal minority, but a large enough number to make it to prevent a universe to come to prevent a consensus from forming mm-hmm. around a, a positive consensus from forming around a car. I always feel like there's going to be like between 20%, 25% who will say, you know, oh that car sucks or mm-hmm. oh I heard that car sucks. It's it's all perpetuating sort of conversation into the air. Like uh people are saying like Toyota Corolla maybe, MX5, mm-hmm. um it, Prius has 85% approval. Yeah. Um you know, it's I don't know. It, Crown Vic, yeah I don't know. It, it's just I can't think of a car or even like a motorcycle or any real means of conveyance that has universal approval. Maybe a horse, but yes. <laughs> that's about it.
1: Um, Jonathan Brands, thank you for the donation. If someone were to send the two of you free stuff like local beer as an example, where would one send it? I don't have a P.O. box. I should get one. But at the same time, I feel weird. Like at like already, you're paying for us to live. So what do I need things for? Um, but I appreciate that people do want to send stuff. I I won't give out my address because I had that problem. In the last place I lived, I gave it out to some people, and then somehow other people found it, which means someone violated the first two rules of Fight Club. Yeah. Um, it got out there, and like weird letters letters started showing up. So mm. I'm like, not got to move now. Yeah. Because that means some weirdo who thinks I can solve their I can make the voices go away, or I can help them with their life's troubles, or because of the way my voice sounds, um, I will be the father figure that they never have. So then here they are gonna, you know, like drive by my apartment really slowly. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that was another reason for moving here.
2: Makes sense. So what you can do is set up like an Amazon wish list, which I know it's very much something that you're like, or that people in general are like, eh, like, it it just reads badly in mm-hmm. terms of you know it's almost the anticipation of having stuff, you know, checked off a list for you. It's almost like yeah, you're getting married, but you're not getting married, <laughs> you're, but you're still registering somewhere. Pe-
1: people pay into your amazon account and then you mail it and it comes to your house no 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 it's
2: it's there's just a wish list of things that you would like to have and someone will click on the thing click buy that and that thing gets sent to you oh care of somebody else okay and Um, they don't
1: see your address
2: um to my knowledge no Hmm. um but also it's like uh you know you can just uh donate to the patreon donate in this chat and it's more or less the same effect uh, as mm. sending us things, um, because I mean, well, I don't know. Also, I don't think local beers would necessarily fit in a P.O. box unless you got a large one.
1: Right. And plus in Pennsylvania, you, uh, you can't mail alcohol. Mm. Um, it's a weird thing about the Commonwealth. Mortal Engines came out in 2018. Yeah. I've only heard about this like today.
2: Yeah, it was based on a popular book series. Well, I don't know if it was popular. I do know the movie like the about.
1: concept. I'll bet it's totally ruined with
2: people. Like, uh, well, it's one of those things where like it's a nice concept that doesn't have a story to support it or a good enough story to support it. Yeah, you know, um, and there are it's plenty Mad of Mad
1: Max, but it's Howl's Moving Castle and. Like, I need like like multiple books to explain to me okay let's put the cities on tank treads and now they're going to be like ships and like a big moving huh and like you're going to get resources from other there's that no, you can't mine anymore there's no farming it's like my mind gets hurt with some of these sci-fi films where they don't explain like i can't always go with it morty like <laughs> it's like my mind hurts trying to work through the logistics in my head yeah like star wars and star trek makes more sense to me because you can techno babble your way through it yeah stuff like snow just hurts my head like what
2: yeah because there's You're, so much yeah that the issue of having a train that's perpetually running around the world in the middle of a nuclear winter yeah yeah or or like an ice age it's just strange that you trains
1: fuck up all the time and somehow this doesn't yeah it's like oh that's not what it's about it's like maybe it's the american thing that we we need you you have to have a foundation for this for this unworkable premise to work yeah that's why like why does mad max work so well because See, it's key. a don't think about it premise i know but the how and i i'm agreeing with you Yeah, how is like snow piercer and mortal engines don't think about it but i'm thinking about it but when i watch Mad Max, i don't i don't think about
2: it maybe part of it is the the style of the filmmaking it's more kinetic and more visceral so that you're Being your eye, all your senses are being assaulted by like just imagery and action and just pulsating, you know. Which is more true of Fury Road than the other Mad Max movies, but it still holds for the other Mad Max movies. In addition to Fury Road, I mean, uh, you know, it's there's a lot going on in those movies to distract you from thinking about them. The only
1: thing I hated about. The first bad max is that the switchable switchable uh, supercharger. like that's not how that works. it's yeah. <laughs> not how anything works. Yeah. if that happened, you would blow your engine immediately. but okay, like yeah. uh, uh, that like that hurt my brain a little bit, but everything else was fine. and i could I could understand like these, well, okay supercharging and turbocharging does happen at the same time. And yes, you can have a dual engine car or truck or something like that. That works because, well, okay, you know, you know why it doesn't work? Because all those cars in Fury Road work. Yeah, there are running vehicles. So, okay, I'm I'm with it. Like a guy in the front playing a guitar like all right. Whatever, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it's
2: it. It can be done through practical effects. Yeah. So yeah. that, like, if someone wanted to do that now, mm-hmm. they could. That
1: guy was doing that. Yeah, guy.
2: he was legit doing. And what's crazy is that when you look at these movies that are supposedly like, you know, fall apart if you think about them for more than two seconds, they have to be cool enough for you not to care. Yeah. Which, okay, to be fair, Snowpiercer is pretty cool. But it's also something where a lot of the movie is so um, internal and cerebral mm. that you can't help but think about the premise and how it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: Or how there are fundamental issues. Uh, Crisp dry uh, in the regular chat makes mention that where are the refineries making the oil and the petrol that all these vehicles run on? Which I Gastown? mean, gas town. Yeah. Well, the, the, well, they explain it. Yeah. There you go. on to gas town. Okay. okay. All right. Great. There, it, there is
1: like. I know they don't explain it in the movie, but afterwards, that's an oil. There's like a there's like a comic book that they put out leading yeah. up to the, the, uh, the events of Fury Road that Town was a oil refinery and Bullet Town is a lead mine.
2: Yeah, yeah, but like that's the only line that you need in the movie to explain wh- how these vehicles are running It's like well, he's that's the guy from Town, or that's like the chief of Town. Yeah, all right Well, that explains where all the gas comes from. Yeah. All right, where's the ammunition for all these? Uh, weapons coming from oh, it's the, the bullet farm is coming. It's yeah, like, okay yeah. Well, there you go mm-hmm. and it's all these things where it's such a and that's great world building that mm-hmm. it it ex- it sort of, um, builds this exterior world that feels lived in yeah. within the interior of the work. And so that you can almost buy or that mm-hmm. you can buy that these are all things that are actually happening in a world that yeah. feels actually real.
1: And wh- who directed the first, uh, Dune one in the eighties?
2: Oh, uh, David Lynch,
1: David Lynch, that one didn't hurt my brain either. But, but but they had the big uh explanation like the in the beginning setting everything up for mm. that slow movie
2: the spice <laughs>
1: and now we got the new one yeah now we got the new one um uh, i want to watch it i don't have so that's another thing like I, I need like i don't know this this part this place isn't built yet for a tv anywhere and this is the only couch and it just faces the, the dinner table yeah so I do want to get like a tv it would have to go in the attic but i need to build like an articulating arm that would go off of the ceiling joists, and then you could kind of watch it up there but it gets kind of dusty up there so you need like all all this stuff to be wanting to watch the new dune and i hope it's not going to be hey, it's a love story no, this fuck is, you and your space love stories.
2: Well, this is a uh, Denis Villeneuve who did uh Blade Runner 2049. Okay, and arrival, what was she, what was she in that? huh? In
1: 2049, wh- which role did she play in that?
2: No, 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 Denis Villeneuve is the director. Oh, excuse me. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. Um, and so he did a uh, Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, Prisoners, uh, something else I'm forgetting, but like he hasn't had a bad movie yet. Okay, and I don't think he's going to start with this. Um, now, that's not to say that like his movies haven't had love stories. Like Arrival kind of has one, but Arrival is, and Arrival is like basically uh, literary theory, like pornography. Well, eh, not. Re- it's it's one of those things that almost feels like it was made for English majors and you know people who mm. are big into semiotics. But it's a great movie. It really is. Um, and yeah, but how do we even get on all of this <laughs> i don't even mm. remember i it had to do with one of the questions we got i'm sure
1: yeah uh yeah the last one was where what's your address
2: oh yeah, well, yeah, so, yeah. sorry
1: I, we're not giving it out but yeah, i appreciate yeah. you wanting yeah to we appreciate it up. yeah charlie matthews thank you for your donation God bless you for bashing on the utilitarian obsession with pickup trucks. I'm not hauling hay bales every day and regret and regret not going for a forerunner. I'm a five I'm a five speed auto four by four four liter Tacoma turd. Uh, five speed auto four by four Tacoma, T R. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. I was looking at Tacomas again. Mm. i have some furniture i need like i don't know let's buy a five thousand dollars like even for five thousand dollars like a toyota from like the 90s is still too much and then they're all rusted out and they're all four hundred thousand miles and stuff like that yeah pennsylvania things are all rusted out but i don't know maybe i could sell it that's the whole idea like eh, can can I, can I can i can i make this stock go up i bought some like semiconductor stock that was an AMD I think we talked about it before it's up but it's up like 12 cents and I'm Mm. like come on man I bought you with my dividend my free dividend (laughs) money that's that's the devilish thing when when capitalism starts working for you I mean you mean I'm just getting money for having money with you yeah yeah here's 50 dollars. happy quarter okay (laughs) yep
2: it's uh, I just opened my uh account my Roth IRA and um so I'm in there and doing the thing mm-hmm. stonks
1: stonks
2: um and yeah i'm seeing like it's healthy right now for my first three days I mean, yeah for crying out loud but it's also because i'm not being very risky at the moment like i didn't do the whole mutual fund thing because it's like getting a gift basket and like half the things that you would get you're just gonna like throw out or give to someone else anyway yeah. um pomegranate but, shampoo <laughs> Well, I need shampoo, but do I want to smell like Persephone? (laughs) Um, It's just, uh, yeah, I kind of, um, I don't know. I gave a look into like automotive companies. I'm like, no. No. Um, And then I looked into video game companies and actually Activision Blizzard is doing pretty well. So Hmm. I got some shares in that. DLC. Yeah. Oh yeah. Call of duty. Well, I mean, I think there's a new call of duty out. So that's <laughs> like, per- oh, EA, uh, dude. Do- no, I think that's, uh, Activision. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that's just going to be like pay to play type games as service bullshit mm-hmm. and people are just going to keep, uh, sinking money yeah. in there. Um, now granted it's like, you know, early going, but I don't know. Is what it is.
1: Adam Rossi says, and we're swinging up to two hours. So oh, wow. Uh, let get the sign. Yeah. Mr. Regular, speaking of the Appalachian Trail, do you still have plans for a through hike? Not at not at this moment. Uh, and document it for us in the future. I'd love to do it. You know, I met a guy who lives a few towns over and he, uh, um, he had to do a flip-flop uh that's an at term meaning uh he did the entire appalachian trail but he had to uh flip-flop over a season which means he wasn't able to finish it he he ran out of time before winter hmm. like it's not like he could have kept going but you see there's a time limit with the appalachian trail most people start in georgia end in maine and you follow the summer as it goes up hmm. but uh The Baxter, I think it's Baxter State Park in Maine, closes October something or other. So you really, it's illegal to climb Mount Katahdin after October something, because it's like, look, it's too cold. Yeah. You're going to die doing this. You know, yeah, you say, oh, it's only October. No, it's going to no. start snowing in northern Maine. So, yeah, um, we can't have you out here. Um, and there's no way we can rescue you either. Yeah, so. exactly.
2: It's a, it's like the old Bill Burr story about how, you know, there are people who will just listen or ignore, not listen, literally the opposite, who will ignore those warnings, go out. And then, like, now because you're being an asshole, you're imperiling the lives of the people who now have to come save your dumb ass. Yeah. But it's better if they're I mean and unfortunately I think it's similar to those um, like the hurric- when hurricane season comes around and they yeah. say like evacuate you don't understand this will put an egg through a brick wall we cannot come and save you if you don't get out yeah and for some people they just can't get out no amount of motivational quotes is gonna keep you alive in this wind
1: and like it's gonna sleet sideways on this mountain
2: yeah good luck um, like if you are invincible have at it
1: yeah if you're in if it, you are now on there ought to be this thing like we're not coming to get you yeah like, you pass this you know eventually that that'd be kind of cool like well, you're not that's terrible but you, no one's coming to get you yeah like there is no safety net now yeah no you it, cannot call on your fellow man because they warned you
2: yeah anyway we are a wank session to tub girl we are not coming <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh So, yeah. Oh, anyway. So there was this guy. And there still is this guy. Um, He completed uh, the AT. It took him two seasons. So he got to to finish Pennsylvania. He got to Delaware Water Gap. And he knew it was like mid-August by the time he was there. He's a month behind Mm -hmm. and he can't make that back. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, but I really wanted to get to Mount Katahdin on my 70th birthday. So he was
2: hiking this at 70. Was that the really fit guy that you showed on the phone? Yeah. had yeah, freaking guns.
1: Damn. Like, um, and like, how are you, how are you this fit at 70 and like not only fit, but I'm walking and you see him walk and he's limber. It's, it's like, like, like the Vince McMahon walk. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are you on gear? yeah like if that would explain it to me i would no longer be confused and i have no problem with you doing a few cycles yeah you know but but so then he had to finish it next year at age 71. he went back picked up where he left off and hiked the rest of the way to maine next year
2: I mean if he was on gear his heart would have exploded by now <laughs> like unless it was a recent thing that he started but yeah. even then it's like the guy to, if he doesn't have the posture or a gait of an he old man have, no
1: he looked in his like mid-50s
2: like De Niro and the Irishman like the yeah. opposite of that yeah um you know I had to go
1: back and watch like when you went to the bathroom at the cafe I had to just go back and watch um him in heat to remind myself that De Niro was once limber. And he's like kicking people's ass. Oh, that's a a person's neck moves. Yeah, like like there's freakish things that happens, like I guess after 60, where men don't move their neck anymore. You got the old guy who's got a, he has to move his shoulders and everything to look at you because his neck only has 20 degrees of variance from side to side
2: yeah it's strange i don't have many um or really much of any old older gentleman in my life in terms of like family members who i could use as a frame of reference for how old men move yeah like i don't have that at all i have my uncle but he's not really that old and uh well i guess my mom's brother is a little bit older and uh but even then like okay yeah he, he he kind of is like full like head turn rather than neck turn yeah, or like tor- a body yeah. turn yeah yeah just torso but um I don't know it's I never really thought about that before about how like just the the sort of mobility of the neck yeah just changes with time mm-hmm. huh for men but for men yeah like for men yeah because I never see like my mom she's like she's in her late 60s and i don't think like i've never seen her like have any sort of like she has arthritis in the hands but mm-hmm. like other things it's just like you know i don't
1: know there's an a uh dan neal article where he talked about uh cars having to accommodate you know older folks so now i'm like hypersensitive like it's my neck stiffen up
0: mm-hmm.
1: um where there was, he, he put on this suit that's that mimicked what it feels like to be elderly. And it was like, the suit was like, like a backpack with a bunch of ratchet straps on it that cranks your arms down huh. and like limits the amount of movement your arms can do. And you have to wear shoes that have heels on the front to make your ankles hurt huh. to walk around. So you've got like ratchet straps coming down from your shoulders to your
2: belt hunching your your front body over so you can't stand up all the way yeah yeah that sounds and i know i'm gonna pay for in karma wise for saying it that sounds like an over exaggeration Mm. like and i'm sure you know if i make it to that age then like i'm sure i'll pay for having said that but Mm -hmm. i don't know Uh, i mean of course i say that but you know I don't actually remember what it's like to not have back pain. Mm. Uh or, you know, just the typical back pain that comes with, you know, age and shitty posture mm-hmm. and sitting at a computer for a lot of time. Um, so yeah.
1: Be uh, Beagle Diary uh asks, what is Pennsylvania for? What uh, it's for driving through to get to New York, just for driving through for Midwesterners to get to the beach.
2: It's for um I don't know, being a microcosm of America at large, because I feel like America or Pennsylvania is the pizza of the contiguous United States, mm-hmm. in the sense that there all we need is a beach, and you would literally have every technically we do. Every, all the way up in Erie. <laughs> you can go swimming
1: in Lake Erie.
2: Ah <laughs> Um, but you would have every the same way that like you can get all the food groups represented on pizza if you mm-hmm. want to, you would you can get every sort of climate and um sort of region represented within pennsylvania you got like the sort of the mountainous regions the farmland the cities Mm -hmm. the beach i guess um you know it's just and that and the variance of attitudes and cultures Mm -hmm. that sort of blend together in a way that maybe they don't in certain places that are further north or further south or further west i feel Mm -hmm. like this is a micro because people come here from everywhere like not just in the united states i just mean like pennsylvania in general Mm -hmm. and you get this wonderful melange of different cultures and accents and personalities and that's why sometimes it can be a little bit hard to stereotype pa because you know the generalized stereotype of pa regionally but if you look at the actual demographic Mm -hmm. makeup of pennsylvania it's changing more and more as the time goes on Mm -hmm. so you know what's pennsylvania for what isn't it for uh other than hmm. Mm
1: hmm gilbert g says speaking of chevy the new the new jersey corvair has tires that hold air Finally, headlights, brake lights, and some brakes. That's good. Tell me when you have all of them. I hope you guys are still interested in reviewing it. Uh, there's more than one, I think. And if you're, if yours is the black one, then I think I know the one you're talking about. I think I talked to you once or twice. Uh, good. Thank you for the update. Uh, and thank you for the donation to give me the update. I appreciate it. Very nice. Thank you uh hi glack says are there any new cars that you would be afraid to drive for review well very very expensive ones like a glicken house or something like that <laughs> like for example if you somehow got the chance to drive a group b car uh, would you no that's no problem i mean that's a race car it's everything simplified on the inside and it probably has you know a sequential gearbox like um n- any are there any cars oh he didn't say new cars okay yeah like steam era crap and like stuff from the 30s that it's super weird and like stuff you can't buy parts for or like project cars that don't that aren't finished like oh you can oh you can uh to close the door don't pull on it like like where stuff's like oh this thing that screw's about to fall out like people bring us cars that are falling apart <laughs> or like every single button has a special way you got to push it to make it work yeah like that Like or 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 you don't tell me that if I put the window down, it's not going to go back up again. (laughs) That stuff
2: makes me think of that diary of Ames, Iowa again, of the the pushing down the water fountain button when you're a kid because only you can ascend through the hierarchy of childhood if you're strong enough to push down. Oh, that hard metal, Uh, that that hard metal spring-loaded metal one. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's like there's a valve. It's like there's a a rocker spring, a valve spring underneath that you're trying to compress by hand. Yeah. Sometimes you can get the heel of your hand in there, but sometimes your little hand is too soft and it won't press it in. You don't have the bone, like the, the, y- there's too much baby fat on your hand, so yeah. it doesn't press it down and then you start crying because you can't get the water or you just get the little bit out and yeah, then the you gotta little. put your mouth on that nipple and yeah. fuck everything else. <laughs> I'm thirsty, soccer is a bitch.
2: Yeah, And but once you finally get it going, everybody hurry up, get your, Drink yeah, now yeah. quick. Yeah. It
1: Hmm. Good question. Boris T.S. Karloff. Ham on rye available for a limited time at Sam and Neil's Sandwich Shop, located across the street from Kunkelman Chevrolet and Sam and Ella's Sandwich Shop. Ham on rye. <laughs> yeah, it's like best in town. You yeah, know? <laughs> like world famous, best in town Sam and Ella Sandwich Shop. Try the big, try, try the one that's called the big neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like club sandwiches, but now four pieces, of four pieces of bread. Ellie's favorite. And it's just, <laughs> oh, you will they'll, they'll put liver on it if you ask for it. <laughs> it's like their entire decor is just old Pizza Hut chairs <laughs> and stuff. Yeah the um, <laughs> they'll serve you water and it comes in a, one of those white styrofoam cups that you now can't get anymore. Cause they have like a <laughs> whole truck full of them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No water ever tastes good coming out of those things. Nope. Did you ever chew on them as a kid? You make those bite marks. You just like, yes. Yes.
2: I, well, I mean, as a child, I had an oral fixation. So I had to, I bit on everything. I'm just like yeah. straws, coffee stirrers, toothpicks, mm-hmm. uh, the, oh, geez, uh, just little bits of plastic from like action figure cases and, you know, things.
1: Hmm, mm. Wreck just says, jingle balls, jingle balls, my sweatpants are all gray. Cool. I guess a line for my Christmas song. Wreck. Thank you, Wreck. Anthony, Anthony J. 1966. Thank you for your donation. You guys should call the last song the hard soft core. That last song, the hard soft core. I guess me talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This (laughs) is my Christmas
1: carol. (laughs) Boris T. S. Karloff again saying, I pooped while typing this. Awesome. Shandle bar. Thank you for your generous donation. Hey guys, I just want to say, love the channel. Love you for helping us live, keep up the good work. And I'm excited to get a new NC Miata after the winter, after the winter as by fun car. You'll be happy with it. They're good buys, right? They are good buys right now because they're on their way down. Everybody wants either the D or the B and A's are starting to get nuts. The clean ones. Good choice. Mm. Riley Livingston. Thank you for your generous donation thank you so much i drank hot brown now i have the hot brown hey as is tradition right yeah andrew palmer thank you for your donation how do you explain the sensation of riding a motorcycle to people who have haven't been on two wheels and you've heard me say this before riding a motorcycle is like being stuck behind mall walkers Or riding a motorcycle is like skiing, but that doesn't work if you've never skied. uh, Riding a motorcycle is like being in control of your your life's trajectory in a way you may have never felt before. Um, Before RCR, and honestly, even before I had a teaching career, I felt like I had no control and no agency at all in my life. But when I was on the motorcycle, I was in control in this moment. Mm. Um, there is a tremendous responsibility to keep myself alive right now and predict the actions of others. It was, uh, it was in Jocko Willink way. It was, uh, very detached, mm. engaged and detached. Um, f- and nothing really bothered me when I was on it. And also that was the only thing I owned, mm. uh, at the time, you know, living with your parents, your car, isn't even your car. It's their car. It's in uh-huh. their name. And you, they paid for it, my Dodge Neon. And, uh, so like when I would get punished at home, parents would just, my parents would just take away things, including my car keys. So the only thing I really had that I could call my own was my computer, but even that was limited because they're paying for the internet. Yeah. So we're going to turn off the internet and that so, but the one thing legally That i had was this suzuki gs 500 motorcycle that was mine i own the title this is my property yeah so owning that gave me a feeling of structure looking back what i should have done instead of farting around for all those years is just do a tour with the navy or the air force and that would have been better oh well um but i don't know like Tom Mantle right now is just thinking Brian wouldn't have lasted in the military. And I'm like, probably right. I didn't have myself together mentally to handle that type of stress. They probably would have me washing dishes or something like that. And that's how I would survive the, you know, the wars in Afghanistan.
0: Yeah, no, Andrew
1: Palmer that. says, oh, that that was a motorcycle oh, question.
2: Refresh people, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world.
1: Got a bunch still. Simatoria. What is my favorite? I'm not a poem guy. What's your favorite poem or poet? I'm not a poet or poem guy at all.
2: Neither am I. I can't, I tried so many times, I swear. And I respect the form so Mm -hmm. much, I really do. I have, I've been to uh, open mic nights where people have performed uh, spoken word and um, live poetry. And I respect so much the ability to not just write in that format, but also to perform in that format. But I just don't like poems. I don't.
0: Yeah.
2: Prose. Or, I'm trying to think of something pithy of like prose or bust. Pros Gil before. Scott Heron works. Hmm.
1: That's my favorite poet is Gil Scott Heron because there's a story, there's a story <laughs> going on, and I, Gil Scott Heron doesn't hold his doesn't hold his artwork above you. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. He wants you to understand what he is going through. He wants you to understand. um, And he's, you know, he's he's trying to explain to a white audience the black experience. And as of yet, I don't know if anybody has matched him yet Hmm. Um, because he made it digestible. Yeah. And it's like explaining, like when we were talking about literary theory and I was playing the fool there, what does this mean? What does that mean? Okay, I will explain it to you. Very simply. And okay, is he rapping? I mean, there's a bong like in some of the recordings, you had like bongos in the background, but you gotta remember this is the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah.
0: So
1: um, and I think some of them have been re-recorded with more instruments. So like but it's really not like it works without musical accompaniment, so it's still poetry. So so there you go. There's my answer. Um And the woo is forever. Joseph Rochester says, replacing the wife's 2004 Honda element. What should we get in staying in the small SUV segment Well, you can go small? Well, not smaller anymore. See the element you're going to every single other SUV is going to be smaller in size. It's going to be less practical than the element. Yeah, you are going, it's, it's a step down in every single direction. If you want an SUV. As far as interior space, hmm. every small, there will be, there will be larger, small SUVs than the Honda element with less interior space. The RAV4 is the only thing I can think of. And that's just going to be an SUV.
2: Yeah. In a very older
1: Forester, maybe.
2: No, I wouldn't even go that far. I think no. like an older, um, actually. What a Tacoma maybe work? Maybe.
1: Tacoma with a topper on the back. Yeah. yeah. Taco with a topper. Mm. That could get you there. Um.
2: Someone in the comments uh, says suburban. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good good investment. So, the, yeah, there's nothing gonna no, do it. I can't. You can't do it. Um Rav Rav4 CRV, man you're going to have to go to a larger SUV to match the interior space and versatility of the Honda element. Yep. No two ways about it. Uh, redneck level 22. Thank you for your donation. I'd love a video of the late eighties microcar invasion Ford Festiva. We did one of those Geo Metro didn't do one of those Volkswagen Fox didn't do one of those Subaru Justy. Oh, I'd love to get my hands so Subaru Justy. Um, yeah. See, that's that's the late 80s micro car. Micro car, they're not really micro cars because Americans still fit in. They're not Japanese K cars. So I don't call them micro cars. They're just compact cars. And that's when compact cars finally actually moved a little bit because they're better than the uh, Chevy Chevette. Mm. Um, Parker, oh, i
2: oh, uh, Eli Jackson uh, said we skipped a super chat.
1: No, oh, excuse me, Eli. First, I'm going to go up to see if we didn't get to it yet scrolling up all right i don't see any eli jackson above you eli jackson okay there's favorite poem wreck high Black, bear adam john nathan all my collections will downs Nikki, tim bear jasper cameron Schatz, american man jb folly mercy scott Blake, Difference, Aaron, Village, James, Bob, Wreck, Crazy, Murray, Rec. Dan, Zach, Dan, Eli, Eli? Elijah? Elijah Jackson? And this is a guy I skipped. 7th generation Honda 6MT for 5000 instead of a Camry 6MT. Not sure what the question is, but both those cars are awesome. Thanks. Hippie, Theo, Iced, Junk, Giraffe, Andrew, boris that guy phil blick miat okay now we're into yet last I, time
2: i asked him in the regular chat if he can re-ask his question um without like doing the whole super chat thing it might have been where the video cut out mm. so maybe it didn't go through maybe um but uh yeah i'll keep an eye on the regular chat and uh keep note of the question once he uh re Parker Smith.
1: Thank you for your donation. Dearest lads. I love RCR and love to support the work you do. Have you guys considered doing more Patreon tiers? No, I don't have time. If you want to donate on Patreon, thank you. Uh, RCR takes up so much time to do. Like, I can't do extra stuff. Um, like almost every single day. If, if I do, if I keep rolling videos like we've been doing and haven't taken a week off, there's no time off. Mm I do. We just keep doing it and plus filming every weekend. Yeah. So there's just no time for myself to decompress. So I'm sorry. Uh, I don't have time.
2: All right. Here's that we can
1: support you uh, more on a monthly basis. Like you're, you're at this point where, um you guys are helping rcr go really really well there's not really more money i need so i mean it's fun doing the the podcast because the podcast was just really a chance to hang out and bullshit. so yeah do that but thank you so much hey uh the super chats are just fine thank you
2: um elijah jackson i have a 1981 kawasaki kz 550 should i keep it as my first motorcycle or just flip it and buy a ninja 250.
1: I don't see what a Ninja 250 is going to do that that KZ 550 won't.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, a Ninja 250 is going to be a sport bike. It's going to be smaller, and honestly, it's going to have so little torque. You may not like that decision. If you're already learning on the KZ 550, it's fine. What year do you say it was?
2: Oh, Oh, sorry. I have to scroll back up. 1981. And he also okay. added, is it a better learning platform?
1: Alright, either he has it or he's, is, is it a, is it a good learning platform? If he said that, maybe that means he hasn't started learning on it yet. Maybe he was given this bike. A KZ 550. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a UJM from the eighties. They're tame. You're, you can learn on a KZ 550. It's going to be heavier than a Ninja. Alright, a Ninja. Ninja 250. It depends. If you've already started on the KZ550, riding it around and that's your introduction to a bike, fine. If you feel intimidated by it and you honestly want something physically lighter, Ninja 250 is going to be slower. But it's not going to be really it's not going to KZ550 is just a this it's it's a nondescript universal Japanese motorcycle. It's upright. It's completely benign. The only thing that may be odd about it is I think a KZ 550 is four cylinders. Mm. But even if it's a twin, it doesn't matter. They both they both kind of feel the same. I don't... Like, neither of the... Bi- I mean, the Ninja 250 has a little bit more personality to it because it's smaller. But it also depends how big you are. Like, if you're my height, I'm 5'11", Ninja 250 is going to be almost too small for you. Yeah. We're talking like the the one that existed forever, not the Ninja 300. That's a little bit more accommodating, but um, I'd have to learn more. Now, uh, if it, the KZ 550 is in bad shape, see a KZ 550 is worth like 800 bucks.
2: Um, He it expanded on it saying it doesn't run yet. I was just seeing fix and flip it or keep it or fix and flip it or keep it.
1: Did he buy it? Did he inherit it? Don't know. It's going to be hard to flip a bike like that
2: yeah what would i pay
1: for i don't want one
2: yeah that's that 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 was my answer eight hundred dollars
1: what can you you repair it and make more than you put tires on that thing it's gonna be 200 bucks
2: (laughs) yeah and at least like not necessarily um what would you personally pay for it but like if it were your bike and you decided for whatever crazy reason you're learning to ride
1: it how do you know how to fix it, and then learn to ride it. Mm. Oh boy.
2: man, yeah, it's tough. It's,
1: oh my goodness. I guess- Fixing a bike and then learning on it. So not only is the bike gonna be working against you, but also any repairs you you want a bike that's ready to go cuz now you're now you're splitting your attention being you have to diagnose the problems of the bike at the same time learning the skill of operating a motorbike yeah. that's a bad decision
2: yeah it's not really a work You should have a bike that already
1: runs well then flip it and start it <laughs> is this guy already a mechanic does he work
2: at a shop there're too many variables i know and unknowns
1: but my my advice is sell that for the fifty dollars it's worth and scrap, and like it's got a good title, take it, get yeah. rid of it, and and buy a bike and buy a thousand dollar bike that works, yeah, that needs nothing and is ready to ride and passes inspection because your your goal of learning to ride a bike is not to fix it, it's to get out there and get your hours in traffic.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Good question. Thank you for donating Rayo Carvius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Salty Thank you the way through. Yeah. Ah, uh, very legal and very cool. Thoughts on reviewing a 1989 Pacific SeaCrafts 34 sailboat? Seattle sailboat. I hate sailboats. I hate the water. Boats are stupid. They're for assholes. <laughs> go on a boat and go back to the dock. That's what you do on a boat. You go in a circle, pretend that you're rich. You're a guy named Mike. Mike's got a boat. His wife is getting fatter. He doesn't care because the pussy is deep. (laughs) (laughs) You should film our dinghy. Has a motor emailed you, but I'll Google pictures. Gotta hate boats. It started out as like the thing like... (sighs) you can't even get in them like a car someone has to stable the st- stabilize the stupid thing on the side of the dock and like oh you got to get in it and now you're in it and then first it, you know what a boat is great for it's great for looking at you know what's better than a boat an inner tube hmm you can just bob along on the delaware river Sipping Mike's hard lemonade <laughs> out of a out of a water bottle. he <laughs> just fill like sipping Mike's hard lemonade out of a
2: washed out Gatorade bottle. And then you know, you just if you need a leak, you just sink a little deeper <laughs> <up>. <laughs> and <then you> <laughs> just let it go. Then you, yeah, uh, you don't even have to clean up. Yeah, no, it's all you know, it's nature's uh, uh God valentine. boats
1: are stupid, and you still need a truck. Boats. Not, uh, What's a boat? It's a floating, fo- floating piece of fiberglass that you go on to and comment. What a beautiful day it is. I'd rather play golf. Uh, thanks. Very legal. Very cool. Thank you for the donation to regular cargoes. Nicholas Alesso. Thank you for your donation. How do you want folks to send you cars? If you were going to be near you in Pennsylvania on a specific date or series of dates, it doesn't work like that. Weather works against you. Like hey, I am coming through Pennsylvania. It doesn't work. like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's too many, too many things have to align. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're bringing me a surgically clean manual transmission, nice, knee a Dodge neon highline. Um, I i can't rework my schedule for that a lot of these cars are done are scheduled months in advance with backup dates and stuff yeah especially now there are people who live in pennsylvania maryland new jersey that's kind of it well delaware too yeah delaware the state that you forgot (laughs) we're used to it Oh, Delaware. Not being sober makes me angrier. I, mean, I can remember like past past streams where I'm just like, yeah, just agreeing with people when when you know, because I'm two beers, two I got the two beer buzz, everything's kind of cool. Yeah. But now I'm complainy. So I'm 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 like channeling Nick Mullen here. Yeah. Nicholas Delesso. I that just was the, answered your yeah. question. Eliza Jackson. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. so we didn't get to you. Wow. You didn't quack. hear your question and then got all cranky. I don't John what Brands. Uh, what is your Mount Rushmore not yet overviewed modes of transportation? Uh, okay, my top four. Wait, what? What is your Mount Rushmore of not yet reviewed modes of transportation? Car, boat, plane, or bus? Of not yet re- reviewed modes of transportation. Not oh, okay. My top five things we haven't. Oh, my my wish list. Okay. Oh. AMC Eagle, Dodge Neon, first generation, manual transmission, ideally double cam.
2: Wait, is this a Mount Rushmore question? Like,
1: see, Mount Rushmore is weird because it it implies things that were once great, but things we haven't done yet. So I don't,
0: Yeah,
1: I'm just answering it like, what are four cars I want to review? So you got those two, uh, Morgan Three-Wheeler.
2: There's only four heads on Mount Rushmore, which is part of the problem. Four is too few to really get down into a
1: list. The only thing it works in is measures and rock and roll. Ooh, that's good.
2: Uh, I gotta get my phone charged. I'm down to fourteen percent, even though I didn't do anything. I need my phone cause I'm a millennial. Na, na, na. I'm
1: down to four to four percent, and I gotta use this to go to my gym. What's my battery health on my iPhone six? Now, when I got this, I had the battery replaced under under like don't hate us clause, <laughs> thirty five dollar new battery that brought it back up to one hundred percent. What's my battery health on this iPhone 6S? Doo, 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 doo. Is it under general? Passwords, contracts, reminder, measure, photos, camera, and now we're into my apps. So it's going to be under general. Nope, it's not under general. Power settings, control center, no. Screen time, cellular, accessibility, SOS. There it is, battery. And my health is, oh, you gotta scroll down, 83%. So okay, my maximum capacity. So I'm down a quarter. What am I gonna get after this phone? Am I gonna stick with Apple? I love that headphone jack. I may have to just go Galaxy. There's just no two yeah. ways
2: about it. No, I mean that's why I am because I need a headphone, Jack. Yeah. I'm not I don't mess with those Bluetooth headphones. I'm sorry. I yeah. I can't have it, I won't have it. It's a sweet backup. Like yeah. I
1: have, I have, I like the Bluetooth headphones, but there's been time where the Bluetooth headphones died, usually on an airplane. I'm like, shit, I forgot to charge my yeah, headphones. Yeah, It's
2: just more bullshit thing. I gotta remember to charge. Yeah. I'm not gonna remember to charge these. I'm 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> You don't understand guys i'm me and also with a headphone jack
1: you can plug this into a mixing board and do other things with it yeah so yeah
2: it's like how computers don't have like cd things yeah. anymore
1: That the, the, the john brands well we just did that uh, hayden brush says do you remember quiznos yeah i remember quiznos i guess there's a really good video uh, from company man on the on the uh, death of Quiznos. So, yeah, I remember Quiznos. It, it, it was like surged in like 2004 and then like went away. They like took out loans and like double mortgages and then they just folded. Eesh. Nerf guy on the bench uh, says, Hi, Mr. R, not sure if this is allowed, but I sent you an email about my Buick Century. Grandma car. I was wondering if you'd take a look. As long as it was formatted correctly, I saved it. Yeah. Um, thank you for the donation. Um, usually when people email me things, as long as it's formatted correctly, it goes right in the submissions folder, and I don't read it. Um, but I save it because we can only think about and schedule so many cars at a time. Um, and I'm sorry, I can't take a look at it but or, or search for it. Um, but thank you so much for your donation. I appreciated it. I appreciate it. Buick century. I don't know which Buick Century we already did a Buick Century. I think we did more than one. Anyway. Anthony, thank thank you so much. Anthony Gamboa. Should a CJ7 have a four or five point harness? Well, what are you doing with it? Are you driving around? Like, okay. I think it should have a regular old three pointer. And this is because of what Monica Harrison said, it's like, um, you want to be able to get out of the car in an accident. Um, having a four pointer doesn't make you any safer on the highway. That's for racing. And a four pointer is made to have you in front of the steering wheel and you may have to slide out of there and they're not easy to get out of. So being able to exit the vehicle is important. So I'm going to say you shouldn't have like a four or five point harness for street driving now if you're taking that cj7 you got a roll cage in it and you're going rock crawling then yes yes if you're actually doing motorsports with it you should have a roll cage and a harness but you're not if you're driving it on the street you should just the three-pointer that's it's just fine uh quackum metaphilia or something like that uh six dollars 90 cents nice no question this week, as much as I like to know how you pronounce my name, <laughs> it's ida You'd have to honestly like make a video and like say it to me. I don't know. Um, Love you guys. Be safe. Thank you so much. I appreciate your donation. Because race car says, if you had the chance to have dinner with two deceased automotive icons, who would they be? Uh, it would be Iacocca in his prime. Actually, I- Iacocca, Iacocca when he was still with Ford and tell him to get out. <laughs> um, or, you know, he's probably just like everybody's Pennsylvania grandpa. So I'm probably really not missing much. And um I would want to be with people who look like they wanted to hang around and be personable. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time carrying a conversation. People in the automotive world that I would want to hang out with. Yeah. But uh, the dead
2: people in the automotive world that you'd want to hang out with, which makes think, it
1: harder. I can't think of any who in this, who, like if I want to have lunch with some famous person, I would I only want to have lunch with them if they wanted to have lunch with me? Hmm. Like I, I, like in in these situations I start thinking like I've I've tricked them into have being here mm. okay well Brian think of somebody who okay imagine they wanted to hang out with you but that still feels like I'm tricking someone Brian just answer the question uh
0: hmm
2: uh who? Oh. Harley Earl. Okay. okay. I would like to hang out hang with. with. Um, because he seems like someone you could have a beer or seemed like someone you could have a beer with. Um mm-hmm. and I guess Lee Iacocca, but barring Iacocca, um uh um uh, oh brain, do your brain thing. Uh John DeLorean, maybe? because he seems like you'd have something i, I wouldn't want to
1: be the only person at the table with him
2: yeah that
1: that's another thing of this fantasy like one-on-one i when i have lunch with somebody one-on-one i don't talk that much <laughs> i'm terrible one-on-one i'm great in foursomes foursomes i think is good that's a good lunch for people yeah
2: foursomes are good threesomes all right twosomes not as good lonesome is worse yeah um but i think ultimately the person the quality of the conversation is not going to rely so much on us necessarily it'll rely on the person like okay so say in this situation tom's tom clark from the enemy is
1: great to have lunch with because he does like you're not expected to talk and he's not going to talk much either That's a great one-on-one. I think at one point, him and I just had lunch and we just didn't say anything. Yeah. But that's great. That's a lunch that I love.
2: Yeah, because there's no expectation of anything. So, you know, it's... And in this hypothetical scenario... I wonder if we're going back in time or if we're bringing them back to life for lunch, yeah. which I mean, it's weird because then the whole conversation we can tell them about all the things that they miss, like Ben explain. Franklin.
1: I could wholeheartedly, that guy looks like he knows how to party. Yeah. He fucked most of France. Mm. Awesome. Tremendous. Yeah. Um, Ben Franklin. Cause he seems like a guy who could exist in, in, in the modern world. Everybody else just seemed trapped in their time he seemed unbound or maybe that was the image he was going for maybe yeah good question because good race question car. tristan green cheers what is your go-to dish to determine whether or not you will have a relationship with a restaurant ooh okay sometimes you can go burger because you 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 can you can judge a restaurant by how good they burg But some people, but some restaurants are very good and they have burgers as an afterthought, like for the kids, like your name, your blah, blah, family restaurant, they'll have a burger, but it'll be a concession stand burger. Yeah. Um, so that's out, uh, you know, club sandwich is pretty hard to fuck up. Yeah. That's a good barometer it really shows you if they have a good toaster or not because that's the crutch of a club sandwich like the perfect slightly underdone t- you can't toast that too much no it's got to be on the underdone side have a good club sandwich
2: but even if, without a even if they don't have a good toaster they still got to have an oven you yeah. know what i mean it's like yeah the idea of toaster well okay this is not an official rule of how he approaches it but i've seen enough episodes of kitchen nightmares so- discover a pattern that whenever gordon ramsay wants to test out the food in a place he always orders the crab cakes and the reason that i've surmised is because his palate is able to discern between real crab and imitation crab Mm. and if they're serving imitation crab then nothing else they serve is going to be good either Mm. like that's kind of like the approach now for me personally it all has to come with breakfast oh Yo, yeah if yeah. you can't if you fuck up an egg yeah like we got nothing to talk about it was, at, it was like
1: i know another name drop but you know when we were having lunch with farah at that place that just did eggs
0: Ooh.
1: yeah or breakfast yeah or well yeah breakfast because what else are you going to do eggs is morning yeah it was the, delicious the benedict beth yeah we had to go to the other side of the planet to get a, a place that could do eggs Benedict that well. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
2: uh, yeah. I was busting so many nuts. It looked like an <laughs> elephant stampede up in this motherfucker. It's like, I loved that. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the, the place. No, because I was uh,
1: distracted by California Man outside. Yeah.
2: California yeah. Man was just walking around like skin practically leathered by yeah. the sun and like long gray hair. But yep. just... I don't know what he does but it's like 11 a.m yeah and he's out here not doing it <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: good question because race star. tristan green okay yeah go to you know restaurant yeah um yeah make me an omelet it's like going to the freaking manheim they can't even make an omelet mm. can't even uh, the manheim <laughs> alex Hemseth. <laughs> The only thing they can do well is their waffle machine. And that that was like. Because it's the same. It's like school lunch cafe, like our college cafeteria waffle machine.
2: Yeah, yep. it's like you might as well not even call them waffles at that point. Yeah, waffles, I can make them
1: better at the Hampton Inn in the morning. Yeah. Oh, the Hampton Inn breakfast. That's going to be the barometer when this is all over. When the Hampton Inn brings back their hot buffet, yeah, morning, hell yes.
2: I mean, just continental me some breakfast, Uh, or not continental, but you know, like the yeah, yeah.
1: Moving on. God, I love breakfast. Alex Hemzath. Recently, you responded to a question about a Lexus model with it's just a Rav Four is there any luxury brand that you think is worth the extra money? Ooh. Hmm. Okay. You can go Acura Integra because there's no other alternative, but that's not the question. That's just a specific model that they put under the Acura brand, the Honda Integra. Hmm. Worth the extra money. Hmm. That implies that the regular, that it's still the same car from a different one. Because Cadillac used to be Cadillac. They used to be their own thing. Um, Lincoln. I think the Lincoln Town Car is far enough away from a Crown Vic to say it's worth it. Because they're going to give you all sorts of stuff on that Lincoln. Yeah, I'm going with Lincoln. Because Cadillac, Eh. A GMC is going to be just as good or better than, than a friggin' Escalade. Um, there's just going to be some extra fiddly bits. It's just gonna, it's not, I don't see any Cadillac has having aged well, apart from like stuff in the sixties, maybe the seventies, but that's sort of ironic, like the big quote unquote pimp mobiles, those Cadillacs. Yeah. Um, we're going with Ford on this. I think the Lincolns are worth it. Hmm. Henry. Thank you, Henry. Uh, really enjoy the podcast. Thanks for doing this every week. Hey, thanks for chiming in. I really appreciate it. Uh, Guitar Player Day says, What's a good brand new car that's great for an enthusiast who lives in the northeast? Oh boy. That's mm-hmm. under 30K or under. I would prefer a manual, but we'll settle for. Uh, base model Impreza. Mm-hmm. When you set that price and you need all-wheel drive and a car enthusiast, you're talking base model Impreza. Five-speed manual. Um, you can tur- And you can turn the traction control off. It's going to hang revs on you. There's no two ways around that. But that's going to be it. Base model Impreza. And the FB engine is pretty damn fun. Uh, and it's cheap and you can put regular gas in it. And also, people aren't going to look at you and not going to expect to race you, but you could still have fun ringing that little thing out. Just make sure not to do it until the break-in period is over if you're going to buy new. You wanted a new car, and you wanted a, yeah, base model Impreza. Uh, acoustic theory. Supercharging just a troll. I love it.
2: I think that was the last one. Um, yep. I, well, yeah. I
1: think I'm do another a refresh
2: one came in, maybe.
1: We got one more, Randy Pull, Randy Pullman, uh, uh, with a generous donation, just to say, go Capitals, uh, the Washington Capitals. Or... I thought they
2: were the Generals, oh, unless okay. the name changed. Unless we're well, are we talking well, Harrisburg? Really like I think we have a hockey team in Harrisburg, the Harrisburg Capitals. Possibly. That sounds vaguely familiar.
1: We have the Hershey Bears. Go we Bears. have the Reading Royals. Yes. And Harrisburg has a minor league
2: hockey team, and I forget what. And then we got the Sound Golden Bears
1: got the golden bears the golden
2: bears part of a well-balanced breakfast washington capitals
1: because you know I think I think they got rid of their old name
2: mm. maybe I don't know that's a good question
1: yeah
2: uh because I don't actually know mm-hmm.
1: um. okay uh we've been going for two hours and 40 minutes holy so what an afternoon. I got to go to the gym. My throat's killing me. I'm going to do the, that gargle, gargle thing. I
2: actually have time. more of that in my bag if you want some more. Ah, eh, sure. Because I, I bought more of it thinking I had run out, but mm-hmm. it turned out I put it in my but bag. Let me do the
1: one more packet and maybe by next week I'll get more leathery or I'll go buy. There was some tea I really liked that I didn't buy. And
2: um, to anyone else, this is what it looks like. Um, We are not being paid for this. It is literally just, it's a product that I enjoy. works
0: Hmm.
2: it's gargle away by nature's genie but it's spelled like a woman's name gene
1: it tastes so good you're not going to want to spit it out but you better (laughs) okay so thank you to everybody who donated to uh super chat yeah your money is going toward the travel budget although we're not traveling anywhere because of these times so instead it's going toward a project car i'm gonna buy a shit box don't know what it's gonna be but it's gonna be fun uh and thank you to everybody who donates to patreon uh you're allowing rcr to have an operating budget much greater than the uh, channel size that it really is so thank you for that thank you to everybody who do who watches every single monday we'll have a new video out for you the review is done cut and ready to go and anybody uh oh uh,
2: no I, I, it turns out there's not another pack in here oh, okay. i just t- took this little insert for mm. an extra packet So I just kept a box with me for no reason. (laughs) Damn you, a box.
1: Thank you, and enjoy your Thursday, and we'll hopefully uh, see you next week. So uh, I'm Brian. I'm Nick. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Good night.